pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America. to the republic for which it stands under God indivisible with liberty and justice for all CBD. The best CBD products on the planet. Over 100 five star reviews. Can verify authentication. Golden full spectrum. Full panel lab tested. What is full panel lab testing? Cannabinoids and terpenes. Pesticides. Mycotoxins, solvents, heavy metals, microbials, foreign matter. Get serious. Serious DVD. It's time to resist. They can't arrest us all. And they can't keep all your kids home from school. They can't keep every government building closed. We don't have to accept the mandates, lockdowns, and harmful policies of the petty tyrants and feckless bureaucrats. We can simply say no, not again. The only way to stop these mandates is to refuse to comply, refuse to show vaccine passports, refuse to wear a mask, refuse to stay at home we will not comply with fauci we will not comply with joe biden and we will not comply with authoritarian governors i am not going to comply this ends now
dream the other night. I didn't understand. A figure walking through the mist with a rifle in his hand. His clothes were torn and dirty as he stood there by the bed. He took off his three-cornered hat and speaking low, he said, We fought a revolution to secure your liberty. We wrote the Constitution as a shield from tyranny. For future generations, this legacy we gave to make you the land of the free and home of the brave. The freedoms we secured for you, we thought you'd always keep. But tyrants labor endlessly. While your parents were asleep, now your freedom's gone. Your courage is lost. You're no more than a slave in your land of the free and home of the brave. You buy permits to travel, permits to own a gun, permits to start a business or build a place for one. On land you think you own, you pay your yearly rent. But you don't have a voice in saying how that money's spent. Now your children attend a school that doesn't educate, and your Christian values can't be taught according to the state. You read about your current news in a regulated press and pay more taxes than you owe to that thing called IRS. Your money's no longer made of silver or of gold. You trade your wealth for paper so your life can be controlled. And you pay for crimes that make your nation turn from God in shame. Now you've taken Satan's number and traded in your name. You give your government control to those who could do you harm. So they could padlock churches and steal the family farm and keep the nation deep in debt while putting men of faith in jail and then harass your fellow countrymen while your corrupt courts prevail. Your public servants don't uphold the solemn they've sworn. And now your daughters visit doctors so their children won't be born. You send guns and artillery to foreign shore. And then you send your youth to slaughter, fighting other people's wars. Could you regain the freedoms for which we fought and died? Or have you lost your courage and your faith to stand with pride? Are there no more values for which you fight to save? Or do you wish your children to live in fear and be a slave? And people of this republic, it's time to rise and take a stand. Defend the Constitution, the supreme law of your land. Preserve your great republic and every God-given right. And let us pray to God to keep that torch of freedom burning bright. Do you hear the people sing, singing the song of angry men? It is the music of a people who will not be slaves again. When the beating of your heart echoes the beating of the drums, there is a life about to start when tomorrow comes. Will you join our crusade? Who will be strong and stand with me? Beyond the barricade, is there a world you long to see? Then join in the fight that will give you the right to be free. Do you hear the people sing, singing the song of angry men? It is 
Broadcasting live and live to Patriot Control of America. You're listening to the Patriot Party Podcast. Now on the show, the chair is against the wall. The muskrat jumps over the berm. I know why you're here, Neil. I know what you've been doing. I know why you hardly sleep. Why you live alone and why night after night you sit at your computer. You're looking for him. I know because I was once looking for the same thing. And when he found me, he told me I wasn't really looking for him. I was looking for an answer. It's the question that drives us, Neo. It's the question that brought you here. You know the question, just as I did. They're screaming that they hate America and we're the reason. If you don't feel safe, then stop defunding the policemen. You calling us extremists because our words have hurt your feelings. And we're sorry we can't hear you over the sound of our freedom. Y'all been filling up our classrooms with drag queens for kids. We think it's not appropriate. You tell us that it is. The complexities of gender and children won't ever mix when there's school shootings by women whose pronouns are him, his. I'm not Republican, but keep it 100. They making sense. The most destructive ideologies are coming from the left. I think black lives matter. They think white lives matter less. And LGBTQ turned into dumb. WTF, dear Democrats, I don't have nothing against the liberal, but the people representing you are communists and criminals. They've been starting World War III with shipping missiles still. They don't want America great, they want it miserable. You can try to burn down the city, scream at the top of your lungs till you're dizzy. You can cancel everything and everybody in it, but it's not your America. You can burn the flag, get aggressive. Wear a mask and pretend you're progressive. I got my first amendment, don't forget I got the second. It's not your America. I'm hearing words I never heard in life. Kids go to school to learn, never make it back home, they get murdered like who's concerned? Not the left or the right. Hope you're ready for the fight. Coming to your front door tonight. The former president got arrested. The current one lost, but I guess he got elected. Kids get molested, pedophiles all get protected, and you can kill a baby any time if you're pregnant people so weak feel free to take a knee and you can't even speak god forbid you disagree i don't even know what virtual signaling means young men used to fight wars now they make memes divide us up i'm pretty sure that's the plan got a gun in my hand for when shit hits the fan and how 
the woman of the year is a man I'm pretty sure I never really understand You can try to burn down the city Scream at the top of your lungs till you're dizzy You can cancel everything and everybody in it But it's not your America You can burn the flag, get aggressive You can wear a mask and pretend you're progressive I got my first amendment, don't forget I got the second It's not your America The city's up in flames. You told us we've been spreading lies, but you believe the truth is on the news every night. You told us we gotta stop the fighting, but you're the ones who keep the country angry and divided. You told us we're crazier than you, but all of our conspiracy theories are coming true. You can try to burn down the city, scream at the top of your lungs till you're dizzy. You can cancel everything and everybody in it, but it's not your You can wear a mask and pretend you're progressive. I got my first amendment, don't forget I got the second. It's not your America. Welcome back, fuckers, to another edition of the Patriot uh, Correction. True Spiracy. True Spiracy number 68. Yep. Blueberry duck farts. Yes. Blueberry duck farts comes first. Well, first we got to do some housekeeping. We do. Um, yes, I am the Mick, and with me, of course, my much better beloved, better half. V Lynn. Hello, Patriots. And you are back for True Spiracy. And mm -hmm. yes, True Spiracy is named Blueberry Duck Farts. Mm -hmm. Um, first housekeeping. Uh, Wix and Gerby. I know you're out there. You're probably listening. You're probably not gonna chat. You guys didn't have to do that. But in case you're wondering, Wix and Gerby, because I went and installed their garage door for them, had a uh, ice maker sent to my house. I saw theirs. And was extremely jealous. They had a great fucking idea. They took just a regular like bar top ice maker and they pour distilled water into it. They make distilled ice cubes. So you can yep. throw that in your water and you don't have to worry about taking all that chlorine and all that other bullshit Chlorine in your water. and whatnot. Yep. So I was like, holy fuck, that is such a great idea. Well, and of course, since, you know, in my true fashion, I broke the ice maker in our refrigerator like two months after moving in here. So. Being the people that they are and um, thanking me for uh, installing the garage door. I had a, uh, I woke out, I walked outside yesterday morning to an ice maker sitting on my front doorstep going, what the fuck is this? And I was like, oh yeah, Wix and Gerby sent that to you for installing the garage door. But they told you me didn't to, have to, but they told me I to appreciate it, it, but I wanted Thank it to be so a surprise much. for you. So I didn't tell you. In advance. I, I do appreciate it uh, very, very much. Thank you very much. Uh, that was fucking cool. Um, that was uh a good surprise for a Saturday morning before I was going to work. I was like, holy shit, I got a, got a fucking ice maker to play with when I get home tonight. This will be cool. Yep. Either way, um, tonight or well, this afternoon, uh, we have a request. Let me get my phone really quick because I, I want to read this because I want to make sure that you all understand what is going on with this. Okay. Yesterday, um, and this has been going on for a hot well, minute. Let me, let me back up. Because we did a True Spiracy roundtable some months back. Okay. Yeah, there you go. And um, Brad from uh, White Rabbit came on with everyone else. And he was fucking trashed. Yeah, he was fucked up. He was fucking hammered, which he apologized for later. 
And he was going on about how he didn't really believe that Justin killed himself, that he wanted to dig into it and he wanted to do a documentary. And I was like, I mean, you do you, boo, but for real, I mean, we know this is what happened. Like Justin was, we were with him right before it happened, literally five days before. And y'all know how much I love that man. He was coked to the gills and you know how bad that shit is. It brings the demons in and I wish at that point that we had known James better. And James has said this as well, because he has told me if I had known you guys then, like I do now, I would have reached out to you before you came and, and let you know the mental state that Justin was in, because maybe you could have helped him in a way that I couldn't. We were, or maybe we could have stayed or brought him home with us. One of the two done something with him. So, um, you know, that we've carried a lot of guilt for the last year thinking what, it, you know, what if we could have done more? What if we could have stopped it? What if we could have, what it could have shit us over and over again? Cause he was our best friend, but we have never once doubted that he took his own life. Never once. Nope. Never once. And to say anything else is just absurd, but this idiot is all right. Um, so first understand where we're coming from on this. Um, I I'd never asked this, I've never asked this before, but this is the first time that we're going to see the full teeth of the wolf pack. Yep. And I've explained that. So understand this very quickly. This is like marching orders. You're getting your marching orders. This is what we're going to do. I have a plan. I already have a plan and we're going to carry it out. And if I've got to be the leader for it, then I'll be the leader for it. I don't know if I can get in. I've got to fake a couple accounts, I guess. I have but I will, I will figure it out. Either way, started out with a text that I got from James. Sent me this White Rabbit, White Rabbit podcast. There's 100% proof on this theory. But I had a gut feeling from the start. And I know, uh, and the longer I've looked into it, it seems clear. As for the short time that we knew each other, and he's talking about Justin. I wasn't aware of his background, Disney kid and all. Had handlers his, his entire life. He was a true warrior and wanted to break you all out of the matrix. And you were always my friend. This is according to what he said. Hold on. Yes, Fork, that is absolutely true. His girlfriend <laughs> did. Well, I wouldn't say uh, egged him on, but I got her to admit to my face that she knew that Justin would kill himself if she called the cops. She was already out of the house and safe, and she called the cops. Dude, she was a cunt. She wanted his company. Yep. Okay. That's what she wanted. She was a fucking straight up succubus. Anyway, I said to James, I said, I said, look, we're fighting against this. This is the same thing we're fighting against. We're trying to silence somebody that's saying something, whether we agree or disagree with it is immaterial. The point is, is he has a right to say it. And I went back at James with it. And he posted, and James told me, well, he posted a clip of me and Justin this morning. He deleted it about a doc dropping this January. Um, he is all about this fucking clicks and views. And I don't like him using our brother for that. I agree with him. He said, Justin wasn't a Disney kid. You know that as well as I do. Yep. And I said, he's literally making shit up. And I said, yes, I know that. Yep. I said, liars are going to make shit up. They don't know. I said, he's planning on releasing a documentary. I said, well, then... 
I guess we'll just have to deal with it as such. I recommend Phil going to see a lawyer and suing the shit out of him. I, I said, the only way he's going to figure it out, figure out that he's wrong is if Phil goes after him. He said, exactly. But I don't think Phil will do it. I said, well, the only other thing we can do is debunk the whole fucking thing. He said, I don't want him to have the opportunity to make the documentary. He's going to use footage of us, of you and Justin, of because he never met Justin. So he has no idea who Justin is. Um, he was never with him. He never saw him. Never met him in real life. Um, somebody else texted back to him or clipped back to him in Instagram, I guess. I agree 100%. I wasn't that close with Justin. We DM'd back and forth. The dude was a fucking stud. I haven't believed for a second that he offed himself. Dude wasn't scared of shit. It terrified me that the establishment in Nevada, bunch of bullshit that was homies, went along with it, told us that this was the question. So he's getting through to people is the problem. So I told, I told him, I said, okay, we'll send a cease and desist letter to him and make sure that you use, uh, make sure that you say that, Hey, if you use my likeness, I'm going to sue the shit out of you and have Phil do the same on Justin's behalf. Remember just by doing this, you're going to add to the bullshit conspiracy of the whole thing. He said, he said, okay. He said, but I, I don't care about the conspiracy. I, there is none. I said, I get that. I said, but understand by sending this letter, by saying you need to stop what you're doing, that's going to add to the conspiracy. He said, look, this is what I want. He's like, I, I just need the wolf pack to show up and fucking destroy it. Here's the conspiracy. His cunt ass girlfriend. Okay. They, they went, I'll tell you the whole story. Exactly what happened that day. As she told me. It was really hot and they wanted to go to a pool and they were trying to get a day pass at one of the local hotels to go to the pool. Um, but they couldn't get a day pass. So they had to rent a room. So they rented a room to go to the pool. Now she has some stomach issues, right? She is, um, to fucking called liaritis. Yeah. That's whatever. exactly what I call it. Yeah. Okay. Liaritis. Anyway. So according to her, they were hanging out at the pool and uh, they met another couple and they're hanging out with them and she wasn't feeling well. And she, they, they went back up to the room um, or she went back up to the room. And, and this is the part that I don't believe because she said that Justin came back and berated her for being sick, which I knew Justin and I'd spoken to his ex-girlfriend Shauna on many occasions. Like Shauna was like, when I, if I was sick, I mean, Justin was the most considerate, sweetest person you could ever imagine right? Like he'd bring her soup and make sure she was comfortable. And, you know, like he was, he took care of his women. That was like the big thing. He wouldn't even let his girls go walk the dogs by themselves. Right. So that immediately struck a, mm, I don't believe that, but okay. Um, apparently they, she was throwing up. She wasn't feeling well. But somehow he convinced her to do coke with him for the first time because she doesn't do coke. All right. Now, here's where I'm calling bullshit, because if you're sick and throwing up, you're not about to go ahead and do coke for the first time. That's not how that works. Right. No. I think that she honestly, I think she'd been doing coke with him the whole time. And I think she was egging him on to do more and more. But that's just what I believe. So they stayed up all night. They were doing coke in this hotel room the whole night and they hadn't slept and they went home the next morning and uh, she was trying to sleep and 
he got mad and started throwing shit and they got into a fight and um, he trashed her apartment and took her keys and her phone and um, he threw, I guess, her keys and her phone down the stairs and she went down the stairs to go get them and she left. And that's when she called the cops. And Justin came out and he went out to his truck and he saw the cops pull up and he took his gun out and he shot himself. And he had always said that he would not go back to jail ever, ever, no matter what. He would not go back to jail. Understand that in Nevada, in Las Vegas, if there is a domestic dispute, if the cops are called for a domestic dispute, it is an automatic go to jail. You do not get out of free. You do not pass go. You do not collect $200. You automatically go to jail. You sit your ass in jail until they figure out what the fuck was going on. Normally, both people go to jail. Honestly, you call the cops and it's a he said, she said thing. They'll fucking send both your asses to jail. How do I know this? My best friend grew up in Vegas. So there are parts to the story of hers that I do absolutely do not believe because they are out of character for him. But him killing himself when he saw the cops show up, knowing that he would be in jail that night, that I do not doubt for a second. Not for a second, because he had said over and over again that that is exactly what he would do. And he'd been up at that point for more than 24 hours. He was coked to the gills. He'd already been fighting with her. And I mean, don't, if y'all have ever been in one of those relationships where the feeling's so strong, but that that line between love and hate, like you go back and forth between it every day and... You're just toxic, just bad for each other. You think you really love the other person, but really it's just a toxic relationship. That's what they had. So to get away from all the dark shit here, all right, what I'm asking, this is a simple, this is a simple request. Um, and I do not expect anything less from the Wolfpack. I, I know you all, you all would fucking absolutely do this. I told him, I said, look, What's your, I told James this, I said, what you're asking, I'm going to tell them to be relentless. They will not stop until they destroy his show. He said, yes, be completely relentless. I said, then the gloves are off and it's full send. Blueberry duck farts is a go. We, that is what our job is. We are going to go destroy his show. Whatever he puts out, whatever he puts out about Justin, we are going to fucking make all of his listeners listen to this, listen to us, drag his listeners away from him. I don't give a fuck what you have to do. I'm there with you. I will be doing it with you. We will have to do this as a group, all of us together, just putting in a little bit of time, slapping something on there and making somebody else believe that, yeah, you're fucking wrong, dude. He didn't even, he never met Justin, never met him. He never actually laid eyes on him. They he, never he had any physical face-to-face -face contact ever. This guy doesn't know Justin from anybody else other than what we told him. He is a fucking piece of shit. He is a drag on society. And although I agree with free speech completely on this one, I'm not going to let him use my brother's name for my brother's name for clicks and views because he wants to make some conspiracy about something that's not a conspiracy. It's the white rabbit podcast, but he spells it weird. It's, um, 
white underscore rabbit underscore podcast. Yeah, exactly. On Instagram. Um, but on, let's see. Yeah, uh, it's just go to, it's linktree backslash white rabbit podcast. And, and this is something this is something we all feel strongly about. I know Liana already got her message about this as well. So if you hear it from Liana tomorrow and she's pissed off about it, you know where the anger's coming from. But you all know him. You all knew Justin. If we got to do it on air too, we'll fucking do it on air. I don't give a flying fuck. This motherfucker is a piece of shit. Yep. We have tried. We have tried. He has been helped more times than you can shake a stick at. Podcasters had reached out, offered him places. He has done nothing but. Bought him a new computer, bought him. Um, he, he's gone out and done nothing but been a coke whore on top of that. He too is a coke whore. He's got his own problems. I get it. But I don't give a shit anymore. I'm tired of being nice. Fuck this cat. It's open. Open season, go do it. Mm -hmm. I'm with you. I will deal with it. We will deal with it. I know you all, you are, you all are savages. So just go fuck his world up. That's all I give a shit about. Mm -hmm. My opinion. Fuck this guy. He's not a friendly. He is anything but a friendly. Anybody who's willing to do that about somebody, about a situation like that, that is not a friendly. That is a lower light than life degenerate. And normally those I expunge from the face of the earth and I'd love to shoot him, but I got a feeling that would do nothing but add to everything else. Absolutely. He's not worth it anyway. He isn't. He's, he's not worth it. He's not worth your one get out of jail free card. Damn straight. So that's, that's not worth it. I was thinking about something else. But anyway, <laughs> any, you know, you know, that PTSD card. I, I know you guys, uh, Go for it. Do hey, if you got an idea, smack a fucking I send it to me and we'll get it cooking. I don't give a shit. If you got an idea, bring it up here in the chat. Tell us how we all need to do it and let's go do it. I'm I'm down for anything, but we are going to not stop until this motherfucker bends and breaks. I mean, I swear to God, we will go at him. We're gonna do the same thing that Opie and Anthony did to um Howard Stern when Howard Stern switched shows when he started his serious career. If you remember what Opie and Anthony did to Howard Stern when he started his serious career. All they did was invade his chat and drop stupid messages. They just said the fucking dumbest shit, and it was hysterical. And they shut his chat down like people would not go watch his show for like the first couple, like first couple episodes that Howard Stern was broadcasting on Sirius. So I I, I think the Wolf Wolfpack can do even better than that. Griff, I think he's a uh, he's a drunk and a tweaker. Pretty sure he's a method. More than a cokehead. He, he's 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 a douchebag, is what he is. He is that too. He, he's an artist. I mean, don't get me wrong. He's a great artist because the picture that you see right there in the corner, our we logo. paid him. He did. We that. paid he him to logo. do our logo. Yeah. He does great work. Yeah. But he is a fucking constant bitch. He is just one big piece of shit. Like we were trying I to help him out. Understand. We were trying to give him business. Whoa, 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 hold on. Understand too that he okay. This is how fucked up this kid is. All right. He reached out to me on Instagram Messenger thinking it was Mick. Okay. Or no, yeah, thinking it was Mick. And I uh, said something like, your wife is batshit crazy or oh, your wife's off a rocker. Oh, no, that was the messages. That was yeah. The, yeah, he told he told Mick that I was off my rocker. Uh, 
I, I made some references to that when it first happened. Um, I mean, I don't give a shit if people think I'm off my rocker, but I was the only one that fucking stood up for his ass. That's a rough one. Yep. You piss her off that bad. Yep. So, yeah. Um, yeah. So anyway, gloves off. Gloves go off. Them. Go yeah. get them, folks. I, I don't care what we do. I don't care what you do. I don't care if you use our name. I don't even care if it comes back to us mm -hmm. because I'm going to sit there and go, yeah, so what's your point? Mm -hmm. I, I'm dead serious. Fuck this guy. Fuck him. He's he's dead to me. Mm -hmm. Exactly. And I'm off my rocker, so apparently I have an insanity defense. Apparently. According to him, anyway. I, and he like he blocked me so bad I can't even see that message. Wow! Because like hysterical. he's so scared of me that he blocked me that bad. Of course he did. Because I told him he's a fucking moron yeah. and that he was lying. And now I just go. I used to troll him, but fuck that. Now we're really going to troll him. Mm -hmm. We're going to have to get some fake accounts. We'll troll the fuck out of him, and that's all we're going to do. We'll bring. We'll steal all of his listeners. Just go in there. If you don't want to say anything bad, don't. All you got to do is promote our show. Just go on there and promote our show. Yeah. Send, put the link to Save. this particular show in there. You want to hear the truth about what happened to fucking Justin? Here you go. Go here. Because this motherfucker doesn't know what he's talking about. Yep. I'm down. That's fine too. Or go to James's show or you can link to Liana's show. It doesn't matter. This piece of shit. And, and James also reached out to Shauna and told because he used to be also a promoter of Sirius CBD. And uh, she's jacking his promo code and she already sent him a cease and desist letter. So mm -hmm. folks, we're, we're not joking around. Anybody that's going to do this to Justin's name, fuck you. Watch this. Hold my beer because uh, Wolfpack, assemble. Mm -hmm. And let's go fucking denut this faggot. Mm -hmm. That's all. Thank you, folks. As such, Sirius CBD is our featured sponsor it for is. today's show because, of course... We have to do that in Justin's memory. Absolutely. So, you know, go get your serious. I was making uh you know what? You I was guys... making chocolate chip banana waffles this morning. Was good. They, those were good. And she put the fucking what the hell is that? Uh it's like tap it's not heat bar bits. Oh my god, that was like so <laughs> sticky. So my look, teeth were melting this together. Is, this is my secret for my chocolate chip cookies. For anything I put chocolate chips in. I get the Heath bar bits, the bag of Heath bar bits as well. Or you can get, I mean, you get a Heath bar and break it up in a mortar and pestle, but it's fucking pain in the ass. Um, you get a bag of Heath bar bits and you just put a little, some Heath bar bits in there with your chocolate chips. Oh my God. Like you just get this like meltiness. It's amazing. It's so good. So I was making chocolate chip Heath bar banana waffles were fucking outstanding. for breakfast, um, for brunch really. Cause it was pretty late. And, uh, and Mick's like, Hey, come in and do my back. I'm like, seriously like i'm i've literally got like a whole big jar of waffle batter but it doesn't take very long so i put a fresh waffle in and i came in and slathered him down with his serious cbd we have a whole whole protocol going you know and do one side then the other and then follow it up with the kush creams um and that's how he stays uh mobile and agile limber. for the day yeah limber exactly limber so without it i'm a little stiff serious cbd has changed our lives they really have for sure I'm dead serious. And if you don't go get, go get some, it's just worth it. Mm -hmm. But right now we're yep. going to, we're going to do a little LG, LG building a larger run for the chickens. Excellent. I would recommend putting a roof on it, a chicken wire roof yeah. on your Keep run. Keep them hawks. Mm -hmm. Keep them hawks away. Yep. 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 
curbs. Although our, I got to tell you, Sergeant Buttercup, he's been all over those hawks too. Because as soon as there's a bird in the sky, I hear cock-a-doodle-doo, and I all go running for cover. Fuck that! It's the the silkies that are hysterical. Oh my god! The he's silkies, so ridiculous. They, they they make the weirdest noise. It <laughs> is like, like it sounds like a, a cat is being choked out yes. by a dog. Yes. <laughs> like a cat is being sat on by a Seamus. Just think about that. Yep. And like Seamus just put his ass right on top of a fucking cat <laughs> and the cat sc started screaming. That's what it sounds like when a silky fucking crows. Yes. It's like, ah! yes, Griff, I did. I've just been absolutely terrible about getting to the post office. My apologies. I will get there this week. I promise. Would you fucking get to the post I office? Will, I will. I will. You I don't know. need to be James for fucking We the people I radio. I can't send. It won't take me a year. I fucking. Promise. I know. I know. I know. I'm so bad. Jesus. <sighs> I know. I'm so bad. Bickering is hilarious. No, they, they, the fucking, the silkies are a riot. They are fucking funny as shit. They really are. They, and now, just this morning, I went out there with a bag of treats and I called, where's my birds at? And both, both fox. roosters came running. Uh, yeah. That's because I've been going out there with my seeds. Yep. And I've been giving them my seeds again. And they, yep. all of a sudden the flock is now. And I put it in the same, I did, I gave them the treats. I gave them some chicken that was just actually that aunt Margaret had brought over for evil bitch dog last weekend. When we had her, we have her again this weekend. Um, but I, it was just starting like it just smelled to the point where like, I wouldn't give it to the dogs, but I'll give it to the chickens. I don't give a fuck about that. Um, Chickens can handle it. They'll eat their own shit. They really are. They're good like that. So I like, I went out there and, and had some like leftover salad and stuff in there too. And yeah. And I was like, where's the bird and bits. Oh, they came running. Yeah. Oh yeah. And the bits from the, uh, the bone beef, the beef bone broth that I made too. So, uh, a rooster went after a smaller baby. We had to separate for a bit. Well, interesting. Well, that means you had a male baby. You might have a rooster in you there. Have two roosters. Mm -hmm. Cause we're about to have that same problem because oh, we have three that just popped like all of a sudden overnight and, uh, they're, they're standing, puberty. they're standing a lot taller. And I saw them today, uh, yesterday, uh, yesterday morning. Um, I was walking around after she had let them out and one of them is almost is like a foot shorter than um the big one and i want to show you guys something because this is crazy homer and it, it was nuts because we've got another one that's going to be the same color the same size the same everything as the one we currently have that's huge so we're going to have another one here shortly and if we don't separate them they're going to tear each other apart unfortunately we're hoping that they're from the same flock maybe they won't but i've heard that that never works out that way so so you just be smart about it and we have a lot of roosters. So if you guys want a rooster, we have yeah. roosters. Otherwise, we're going to be eating them for dinner. Yeah. Okay. But apparently, when you have a bunch of babies and they first, and you have laying hens already, um, it, it spurs them to start laying earlier, right? Which is fine. But uh, sometimes when they start laying before they're really fully ready to, which like a lot of our roosters are popping into puberty right now, and, and some of the, the hens are too. So... They, they first start out laying something called fairy eggs, all right, when they're that young. So let me give you some perspective here, okay? This is a duck egg. It's fucking giant, all right? This is a large chicken egg from one of our black hens. It's good size, all right? This is a silky egg, so it's a little bit smaller. Registers as a small on the egg scale, which I have an egg scale in the kitchen. So this is an extra large egg. This is a small egg. This is a fairy egg. 
This is like as they're starting to go through puberty. It's the tiniest little thing I've ever seen in my entire life. Like I want to actually pop a hole in either end, blow the inside out and like and and keep it for a craft or something because because they're so tiny. I, I can make like ornaments out, like miniature ornaments out of them. They're fucking eggs. They're fairy eggs. They're so freaking cute. Oh my God. Anyway. <laughs> anyway. All right. My egg collection. We're going to do something early today. We are. Just to celebrate. Because you got to do it. Most definitely. You want to get high? You know I do, baby. Let's do it. You know it. If you got it and you'd like to smoke, go ahead. Spark it up. Spark it's it up. that time. It is. The new number LG, if you still have an issue in a couple days, if you still having an issue with that one and you want to change out your rooster, let me know because I have plenty more, some that are a little younger that might do better. So not a problem. I gave you that one because he was a little bit older, and now you know you were having an issue with the hawks, and you're really concerned. But um, if you're putting a, a roof over your um, your run, that you you know you might want to trade him out for a, a slightly younger rooster that will integrate better with your babies. Just let me know. What type of uh, babies do you have now, LG? So yes, Wolfpack, Wolverine. <laughs> baby didn't fight back, just ran. Hmm. I mean, until they hit puberty, the, even baby roosters won't yeah. fight back. Well, if you already have a rooster... That might be a good thing because you might want to keep him around just because he's going to show the other rooster what to do. You just have to keep him separated for a bit. Yep. Which they'll get to be big girls. Yeah. Yep. Mm. Did it again? Yep. I may need to dump the video and reload it. Like re-download it. I wonder if it starts to corrupt after a while. No, because that's the other time. True. I think part of our problem I figured out is we have so much shit for this saved on the uh, the hard drive, the old one. I need to remove all of that and put that on the new hard drive so it'll run faster. Yep, because that's got less memory used on it. I also, uh, Heather yesterday was talking about, like, because she's working at CAPA now, the Child Protection 
Child Abuse Protection Agency. Mm-hmm. Um, and she was clearing all the crap out of their computers. And she's like, oh, you need to clear temp files and your cache drive. <laughs> we don't have temp files on the Apple. It automatically clears, but we do have a cache. Um, so I found that and I cleared it. So, when the FBI knocks on your door, what are we telling you? Nah, bear. Nope. Nah, bear. No, sir. You know, it, it, one of the things <clears throat> I remember the most about Justin's show, and I'll never forget, is he was the one that kind of uh, pushed me to put, you know, the foxhole chat up on the screen when we could do it, when we were running OBS. Mm-hmm. Um he was the one that like wanted everything there. So you could see everything. Like he showed you different camera angles and all that other crap. Um, and it was funny and it was cool, but it was, it was good. It was a good glimpse to see, you know, he's watching everything you all are saying. Mm-hmm. And one of the things I always loved is I could tell, I knew all the people like right off the bat, when I started listening to Justin's show, I knew everybody who had been there for a minute because he talked to you all the most. And it's just the same way we are. We talked to the people that have been around for a hot minute all the time on here, Sparky boy, Gerby, Def, you know, Leo, all of you guys have been around for a hot minute. Lindsay, Ben, I, I, I can go through the list of names, but you're all here. You're already mods. Like we, we recognize that. That's something that he said that, you know, we never ever forgot. He always knew your screen names. And he said, you know, the thing that's going to suck is when I meet him in real life and I'm not going to be able to differentiate, differentiate between screen name and fucking name name. And I was just like, yeah, it's going to blow balls. Cause you got to learn a whole different set of names over again. But he always knew if you go back and watch any of his shows, white rabbit was never in there ever, ever. We know who the real fuckers are and who the fake fuckers are. We all do. We know the people who listened. We know the people who were there morning after morning, listening, enjoying it, taking part in the conversation in the chats. I recognize 90% of you just from the chats, from his chats. And it makes me laugh because y'all were there and we were all bullshitting just like that. And we just did it again that night, later on that night, you're bullshitting in my chat. The fuck this guy. I don't care about this guy. Um, he used to be part of this group. I I wouldn't say he's part of this group anymore. Fuck him. White rabbit podcast. Brad hunt. Fuck him. Yeah. Mike hunt. (laughs) No, Brad hunt. Mike hunt. (laughs) Wow. What a bitch! His name is, it could be Mike Hunt. Yeah. Oh, anyway. Is it only on Instagram? I mean, he puts his show out on Everywhere. Apple Podcasts and I don't know. I don't really follow it, so I couldn't tell you. I don't think he does a live bit. I think all his shit's pre-recorded, mm-hmm. but... You can always leave comments. He's got chats and he's got comments. Mm-hmm. Excellent, J-Rod. I like to hear that. It don't matter. I... I I'm telling you, this is something I think we all need to do. Not only do we need to do it, but it's about time we flex a little bit of our muscle. There's a lot of people that are fucking Wolfpack. There are a lot of people that feel that they're family. I think we got enough people that we flex our muscle just a little bit. We'll mud stomp this motherfucker's nuts into the ground. We'll just be all sorts of warm and fuzzy on the inside about it. 
Because, you know, Justin would be right there behind us doing this. He'd be like, you know what? Let's go over to this fuck's thing. Matter of fact, see if we can pull up his fucking something right now. We just leave him a message. Let him know the Wolfpack's on their way. Just let him know that. Do it from there. Oh, they're a good point. Yeah. They can't see it, though. If I do it from uh, here. I mean, they yeah, that's true. Here, that's true. Um, where Where is he at? He's at what? I don't know. I, I'm not on what what is a good fake account you got? You gotta get me one. I mean, give I don't me have a, one on Instagram, but uh shit. We got problems and okay, whatever. We'll have to figure that we'll out. We'll figure it out. We'll figure out what account we're gonna go from. We gotta we might have to make one, but either way, the fuck division this shit. and the truth or community is suspect, you know. I don't disagree. I wouldn't normally I I'd, I'd have a problem with this, like I said. I have my own issues on the inside about it because freedom of speech is freedom of speech, but there it's right. When it comes to somebody who you respected and loved as a brother and they're going to use his name as clickbait. Nah, see, I, I got an issue with that. See, then you're just, then you're just, then you're a grifter. Then you're making money on somebody's bullshit on the back of somebody's shit that you didn't do. You know, this is the same fucking dude that claimed he was going to have Ice Cube on his podcast like a month ago. Mm -hmm. And then when Rained Out Raincast and I fucking called him out on it and said, wait a minute, you're a fucking piece of shit, dude. You're a shill. You fucking said you were going to have Ice Cube. And then all of a sudden, Ice Cube didn't appear. And what did you say? Oh, well, it was just a scheduling error. And then when it became a scheduling error and we called you on that too. And we said, Sh just show us the posts. He couldn't even do that. He literally, he literally, he, everything he did was all bullshit. Mm -hmm. It was all gay, fake and gay. Uh, so Fork said last time about serious CBD, a 10 pack, two, five packs, who gets the proceeds now? So, um, Justin's ex-girlfriend, Shauna, not the one that killed him, but, um, his, uh, his real girl, the one that he always loved that broke up because of a dog something yeah, because of a dog like literally out of their control and I, I will tell you that justin was still seeing shauna just not in a formal way as uh, so much anyway um right, side right up until the end so they they were still anyway um but they had they were partners in the company the entire time and uh Look, look, his, folks, his dad when we gave the whole company to Shauna, when we uh, went we up still to do the marketing for them, she's amazing. So. When we went up to fucking Washington, I'm going to tell you no bullshit. One thing me and James looked at each other. We were both sitting there sweating going, fuck, Shauna's going to be there. And we were like, damn, this is going to suck because you got to remember all Justin told us about Shauna was the worst. That's all me and James ever heard about Shauna. See, and so when, I didn't get that from Justin. Justin when, told me good shit about Shauna. So when we met Shauna, holy shit, it was amazing. Like we walked away, both of us looking at each other going, wait, this is Shauna. Mm -hmm. This is fucking awesome. And when you like, called me and told me, was I surprised? No, I, I was just like, she was the, she was so down. Like we were like, Hey, we, we want to go get high. And she like looked at us. She's like, let's go. I've been waiting for somebody to tell me that. All right. And like the four of us were out there smoking a fucking joint right after his funeral. And, um, she was, no, she's the coolest person ever. I, I never understood why Justin gave me such a bad impression about her. She was like so cool. It wasn't even funny because he didn't want you to judge him badly for breaking up with her over the dog. 
Yeah, I probably would have given him a little shit about yeah. that. No, because, I know. Dude, man up, bro. I, I know. Grab your balls. I be know. A man. That's exactly why. Uh, I mean, holy shit. She was, she's, no, she was outstanding, folks. Mm -hmm. I'm going to tell you right now, she is us. She's us. Literally, yeah. she is us. Yeah. She's so cool. Like, we walked away from that, and I was like, I, I was so scared about meeting her, and then we met her, and I was like, holy shit, she is nothing like what I thought she was. And even James was like, damn, we misjudged her big time. We even, we even told her that on Saturday before we left, we went out to Justin's grave one last time just to be around him, hang out, drink a beer, smoke a joint. And uh, we were out there. We told her everything. We told her what we heard, what we knew, because there were, there was like six times I was on speakerphone with Justin in his car and she had called on another phone. And the two of them were going back and forth at each other. And I was on mute on the side listening. And I was going, dude, holy shit. Just, I, I eventually hung up because it got, it got personal. And I was like, whoa. And I, I just hung up. Now you understand how our audience feels when we go back and forth at each other. <laughs> and and he, uh, he, he, he'd call me back. He'd be like, what's up, dude? I was like, no, dude, it was getting personal, bro. I didn't, didn't want to be involved in that. I don't, I don't harbor any ill will towards any person except for Arabs. Um, but minus that, I don't, and your ex-wives and ex-wives. I, I don't harbor any ill will towards anybody. And I was just like, I don't want to be involved in that. I said, that's your shit, bro. That's not mine. It's like, I just did that out of respect. And he's like, Oh, okay. And he's just like, and then he, we, we went back to our conversation, but I was like, it got uncomfortable. They were not friendly. And I told her that I told her the conversations that I was there for. And she was like, Oh shit. And I was just like, look, I had a really bad impression and I did not feel good about meeting you. But I got to tell you, since you, you blow my mind, if this is all a trick, you better tell me now because I got to, it'll hurt more later. It'll hurt less right now. And she's like, no, it's no trick. It was just, that's me. And I was like, holy fuck. I've been wrong about a lot of people, but that was, that was one that smacked me right in the face. I was like, holy shit. But she's cool as fuck. I'm telling you right now. Yep. We haven't even talked about this shit yet. No, I know. It's okay. It, this is two hours long. We're only an hour in. That's nothing for a Sunday. Yeah, I know. I, so. I just, I, I'm serious about this. I want you guys, you do what you're comfortable with. I'm not demanding anything. All I want is this motherfucker to stop what he's doing. This shit has got to stop. We cannot let this happen. Not to Justin, not in his memory, not in any, not to any of this. And I think it behooves us as the Wolfpack that this time we come together, whatever our feelings are, whatever our contempt for each other is, is out the window. We're singularly focused right now. Blueberry duck farts is in full effect. We're going to go after this motherfucker. We're not going to stop till we destroy his show. He just picked a fight that he did not want to pick. This is not a crew or crowd that you fuck with. We will come after you and we will destroy what you have because we're good at that. We will drag your listeners away one at a time. Go in. If you want to be nice, go in there. Nice. Talk nice. Be sweet. And then call him out on his bullshit. <coughs> Do that. You want to be, you want to go in there fucking stopping balls, go in there, stopping balls. You want to fuck up his stream, go in there, fuck up. His, I don't care. But let's all get an idea of what we're going to do and let's go do it because fuck this cocksucker. I don't, nope. You, you don't get to do this. You don't get to use my friend's name for likes and clicks just because your channel sucks. We'll just go fuck your world up.
because that's what we do. So enjoy, cocksucker. Yep. White Rabbit Podcast. White underscore rabbit underscore podcast on Instagram. Gloves off, full send. Go do your thing, Wolfpack. Have at it. Have at it. Fuck around and find out you're damn right. Okay. Anywho. Sparky, this is the time that I don't want you to be nice. Darling. Sparky, this okay. is the time I expect to see the Medal of Honor worn around your neck at some point. <gasps> oh, yeah. This is this what is I no expect. Sparky. Bar, Sparky. This Sparky. is on. This is, this is, this when... is right up your alley, bro. I am letting the leash off. You go do whatever you got to do, bro. Like, I, I hope maybe I taught you something in my strongly worded emails, such as how to write a strongly worded email. <laughs> Cut, copy, and paste, bro. Cut, copy, and paste. No, I love you, Sparky. Do your thing. Mark, you too. Go do your thing. You guys know how to do this shit. Troll his audience. I don't care. We can go in. You want to go? Him up. Just fuck Send him, up. him links to our show. Go in there and promote our show. Every time that he's on the air, promote our show. If he does a live space, promote our show. Same thing on the, and for James's show too. Yeah. The people radio. Prom promote we the people radio us or Liana. Those yep. three. Because honestly, those are the three people that knew Justin the best. Mm -hmm. Yeah. The other one that lost a, a lot of viewers for bad mouthing Justin would be Uncensored Abe. Yes. Mm -hmm. Same shit. So look, I, I, I've never asked this of you before, nor have I ever said that I was in control of anything. I'm merely asking. This has got to be done because it's Justin and Justin started this we and I'm not going to, I am not going to let any motherfucker trash his name like this. Nope. I mean, I generally believe, you know what? I mean, people can take care of themselves and I try not it's to not get just involved Insta, in dude. He's business, on rumble. But, he's on um, YouTube. He does everywhere. Justin is no longer with us and he cannot defend his own honor and it falls on us to do so now. So. That's where I'm at. I mean, if you want to do memes, I'm down with that too, Andorra. That sounds fucking wonderful. Mm -hmm. uh, memes are great. Um, anything that we can do to fucking mm -hmm. just make his life a living hell and post him everywhere, that's that's all I care about, mm -hmm. especially in the truther community, because the truthers are fucking going to be the ones that make this decision, not us. Mm -hmm. But I, I just... I hate when somebody comes out and starts laying out bullshit, says that he was in Disney. He was never in Disney. He was never in Disney. He kid. never had a handler. He doesn't know what the fuck he's talking about. Nope. We've sent the clips to Phil. I don't know if Phil's going to do anything. Me and James are going to do this, though. James is talking about this on his show tomorrow night. Um, Leanna will be talking about this tomorrow morning. So, fuck it. Mm -hmm. Let's go. Yep. Once more into the gang. Jesus. You're going to say into the breach. Yep. <sighs> Oh yeah. Anyway. Anyway. All right. Moving along. So we played a clip of this the other day, um, Wednesday, and we meant to get to another clip on Thursday and so much has been going on and Friday and so much is going on. And you know what? It's too important to let it slip, to let it slide, to let it go. Um, so Daryl Issa held a hearing in California, not in Congress, uh, for the gold star families of the 13 soldiers who left there, last lost their lives in Afghanistan, that suicide bombing, in that fucking debacle of a withdrawal. And uh, so... Do you, do you have the interview of the guy that was still alive that lost his left arm and his right leg? 
I don't know. This is the entire hearing. So if he's in there. No, 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 there. no. He's not in here. This was on another thing he talked about. Uh, Leanna played it the other morning. Mm. Um, he uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. he talked about when Joe, came Joe and Jill came and, in to see him. Mm -hmm, and, and they Joe automatically started talking, talking about fucking. And he said, what do you want? Yes. Yeah. And he, they were talking about Bo. And yeah, yeah they automatically started talking about Bo. He's like, mm -hmm. what are you talking about? Bo died of cancer. He didn't yeah. fucking get killed in combat. Yep. Uh, he didn't lose his arm or his leg. Yeah. And get then out of here. Joe like grabbed by the shoulders and said, yeah. what do you want? Yeah. yeah. It got weird. Look, mm. folks, this whole thing was a fucking clusterfuck from the word go. Mm -hmm. All right. This withdrawal bullshit that he did last minute, by the way, nothing was pre-planned. Um, they, and we had a plan in place. They just, there was Trump's plan. So they threw it out and then did not replace it with anything. They gave the army literally 13 hours to react to a plan that didn't make any sense and nobody could question it. And it had to be done. So this is, um, a disgusting by our country. Number one, number two, it's disgusting on another level because what we left behind the time, the talent, the treasure that we left behind. Mick, what are you talking about? I'm sorry. I met a lot of Afghanis over there. There's a lot of Afghanis that are just like you and I. They might believe a different religion. They might believe a different God than we do. But their attitude and everything they stand behind and what they do, they're just like us. They're no different. They just live in a different part of the world, and it sounds weird to us. My point is this. We left that behind. That, when you're talking about FID or foreign internal defense, which is something my prior line of work we specialized in, that you, you can't put a price on. You'll never find that again. They'll never stand up like that again. They've already been squashed once. They're never coming back. It'd be like us. Most of us are going to die at that point because we're not going out on our knees. We'll go out any other way, but we will not go out on our knees. That is not what's going to happen in this world while I'm here. And it should be the same for you too. It should be the same that, no, like, did you, you guys have to be like me when I was watching those videos and I know they're sick and they're fucking disgusting, but when ISIS would cut people's heads off, do you remember how those people just stayed there? They never moved. Dude, do you know how much of a fucking, they would have to shoot me because oh, yeah. I wouldn't stop. No. Like I would be biting at them. I would be fucking them up. I would be doing everything, my damn power to fuck them up. And those people sat there like sheep. Now tell me something. Do you believe for one second that your governments did not look at those videos and take anything from that? Do you believe no matter where you're at in the world too, this applies worldwide. This isn't just here in America. This goes Everywhere, Scotland, England, France, wherever the fuck you live right now. Do you think your government, your heads, your leaders, do you believe for one second they didn't watch those videos? 
Watch those people just sit there on their knees while somebody cut their fucking heads off. Didn't move. Didn't fight. Didn't resist. Didn't try anything. What do you think that told them? Man, if I put a fucking mask on your face, you're going to listen to me. If I tell you to put a fucking needle in your arm, you're going to listen to me. Mm -hmm. If I tell you to fucking go over here and get in these camps, you're going to listen to me. Mm. Is that not sick to think about? But that's what happened. And that's what, that's the result of all of this. This is where we're at. Instead, we had this botched fucking leaving Afghanistan that the army, the military on the ground, 13 hours to react to a plan, 13 fucking hours. How well could you do it if you were going to move roughly about 4 million people? Well, it was a little less. It's like about a million people. And oh, by the way, in 13 hours, about $90,000 worth of equipment, um, 190,000, well, $190 million of, of equipment. Well, they left it all there. No, because the planes they took, well, they took all the F-16s, they took all the A-10s, they took all the fucking C-5, C-4s and the C-17s and the Stratofort. They took all the big shit. They left the gooey shit, whatever, the shit you're going to eat up the, the fuel the fastest on. Blackhawks uh, flying mean, around, fucking dropping people from the air. Sparky, obviously that's what ISIS did. They gave him donuts first. This is uh, this is disgusting. But these people, the way they were treated after the fact, is what disgusts me worse. The way that their the families that loved were left ones behind were brought home, and the injustices basically constituted by this administration checking their watches to make sure. Oh, am I on time for my next appointment? Because I'm such a busy old man. Making and the families fuck. pay sixty thousand dollars for their loved ones to transportation be to their final resting place to Arlington. Are you fucking kidding me? Nah, they there. made the families pay out of pocket. No, $60,000 for the soldiers to be transported to Arlington for their final funeral. Nah, bear. No bear. Marines. No nah, bear. No, no, no. This shit is disgusting. Wait till you hear this. Go ahead. Play it. Cause this is fucking gross. All right. Again, I uh, I want to thank the uh, the mayors and our assemblywoman who are here today. Let me make it clear: we're not here to make speeches. This will be the last, other than short closing remarks that I make. We're here to hear from you. It's a free form. It's sort of like when they come and they testify in Congress. It's not about Q and A. It's about what you want to tell us. And so. Uh, uh, I do, I do have a, uh, an, an order that, uh, that people believe we should go in, but I'm, I'm not going to do that. I'm going to say that each of you get up when you're comfortable. Come say what you want to say. If you think of something after you sit back down and you need to get back up again, please feel free to. This is your day. This is about what you know that the world doesn't know, and I would ask that you... Uh, uh, you, you take this opportunity to make it public. This is being simulcast and it will be recorded. And as a result, there, it will be part of the official record of the Congress and hopefully something that your, 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 the great grandchildren will all 
uh, have to, uh, to remember their loved ones by. So with that, who wants to be first? Okay, thank you. I want to get mine done so I can listen to everybody else's and be able to listen. <laughs> um, good morning, everyone. Thank you for being here. Um, Congressman Issa, thank you. And thank you to your team. They're wonderful. And thank you all for being here. Um, I am Kelly Barnett, Staff Sergeant Darren Taylor Hoover's mom. He goes by Taylor. Um, Thank you, California, for, for having us. Um, I know you, you have your political issues, <laughs> but I love California. Um, California, to me, is my son. He, he served for 11 years. He was in California for 11 years. I was out here as much as I could. I, <laughs> I love it here, not just because of the food, but I love it here. And I'm, I, I thank you for giving us this voice and letting us kick this off. Um, we haven't had one, and we got one, so thank you. Um, Taylor and I had uh, have this thing where we watched we watched a lot of movies. We we love to to do movie quotes, so you're going to hear a lot of those. And if and if you know the movie, then we can be friends. So, <laughs> um, and a quote. Uh, um, it was mine first, but he kind of took it over. It's uh, fear causes hesitation and hesitation will cause your worst fears to come true. Um, my worst fear has come true, and I have been hesitant about speaking out, and I'm not doing that anymore. So every opportunity I can, you're going to see this, this mug. Um, but it's for my son. I'm going to be brave and, and uh, tell you about my kid. Um, he's an amazing kid. Um, and I want you to know that I, I'm not a victim. Um, we're not victims, we're, we're parents to some mighty heroes. I want you to know that. Okay. Um, Taylor is my, my firstborn, my, my only son. Um, he's the first grand, grandson, first grandkid on both sides. Um, hero to our whole family. I, there's, there, I have seven siblings and we have between us like 30 kids. So there's a lot of us and um, he's the hero. He's the oldest, he's the hero. The light in the room. Um, the protector, the one everyone always went to for advice or for a funny story or to hear a funny story. Um, uh, Taylor had this amazing ability um, to, when someone needed him or when someone was speaking with him, he would, the, the rest of the world would fade and he would give that person his whole attention, his whole, um, you know, everything possible to make sure that person knew that they were important and that they, they counted. I wish I had that ability. Um, I, I, I really do. What, what a cool dude. <laughs> he definitely was. Um, the Marine Corps was always his goal since he was little, six years old and up. That's, that's all he talked about. Sorry, Congressman, no Army men. He only played with Marines. Um, <laughs> that's right. He went to boot camp uh, September 13, 2010. And we had this talk. I told him, you know, you made this choice. This is going to be hard. Um, you're going to do it. You're going to do it 110%. And I don't want to hear any, I said some other words, but I don't want to hear any griping about it. I said, if they beat you down in boot camp, you just, you just 
pretend like I'm looking over you telling you to get up, and again, some choice words. Um, I said I'd rather them, them beat you down there than something else happened to you somewhere else where someone else tried to beat you down. Um, and that was always a, a thing between us. He would always tell his friends, and it was just a, a, a thing. He said it helped him through boot camp and SOI and his, his first deployment. So um, boot camp, SOI, um, he deployed five times, three of them to Afghanistan. Um, his first deployment, he had, uh, I don't know if it was a pleasure, but uh, he had the opportunity to be with some of the, the last of the, the real war horses over there. They were his, you know, his sergeant. Um, and he, he became such an awesome man, an awesome machine, um, such a good person. And that's where he, he learned his leadership skills and basically his life skills. Um, I am so thankful to those people and to the Marine Corps for what they did for my son. He always took care of his business. Uh, he took care of his family. He took care of his friends. He took care of his men. Um, he, uh, like all of us, he had, he experienced a few years back some very traumatic things in his life, um, tested him, and he decided that it wasn't going to beat him, and he didn't let it beat him. Um, he kind of enacted his, his motto, movement is life. To him, that meant uh, you keep going, you keep pushing, you fall down uh, 10 times, you get up 100 times, you keep going. Um, and he did. He came out wiser, um, stronger, completely focused on what life really meant and what he wanted to do in the Marine Corps. Um, he loved his family. Um, he loved his friends. He, he loved his animals, his, his two dogs, Aries and Bella. Um, and he loved his men. Um, he didn't have any women that served under him, so that's why I say he loved his men um, with a deep passion. Um, gearing up for this appointment, he he would call me every morning uh, on his way to, to Pendleton, and he would tell me, you know, Mom, I'm frustrated. I'm worried. Uh, I don't know if I'm getting getting through to these guys. I don't know if they're going to be ready. They're, I don't know if they're going to be prepared. Um, you know, they're doing this or that. You, you know, ask me later if you want to hear some funny stories <laughs> about what they were doing. Um, there's some sad ones, but there's some really funny ones, too. Um, but he would, uh, you know, you know, ask me, Mom, you know, what, what do I do? So we'd pray together. You know, I'd tell him to keep pushing, you know, keep going. And he did. He would pray, and he would ask his old war horses, you know, for advice, you know, put their advice into play. Um, and, uh, you know, this went on for a few weeks. And he, he called me one morning, and he was just in the best mood. And he told me, Mom... You know, they're doing so good. They got it. I'm so proud of them. He's like, you know, don't worry about me. You know, we, these guys, I got total confidence in them. We're going to be great. Um, and and uh, he celebrated in their victories. He wanted them to be as good or better than him at all of his skills and all of his abilities that he taught them. And uh, when they excelled, that's how he, he celebrated in that. Um, um, he a tr he was a true leader. We, you know, I I, I know that from the, the time he was born, he always led. Um, 
but he led by his heart and his knowledge. He never led by his title ever. That never went to his head. He, he didn't like the titles, um, but he always, always, always gave his whole heart to everything that he did. Um, like I said, he was deployed five times. Um, his first two deployments were to Afghanistan, back in the muck um, when that was going on. His last one, of course, was in August of 2021. Um, I thought this was, you know, going to be a piece of cake deployment compared to those where, where I prayed every day, you know, numerous times for his safety. I, I got complacent and... Uh, that wasn't, that wasn't the case. Um, and, I, and I beat myself up every day for that. But I do know that he was prepared. And what happened happened for a reason. Uh, unfortunate, but I know that he was where he was for a reason. Um, on this deployment, he, his, his platoon, 28 of them, were chosen to, for a special mission to be on a ship. Um, the Lewis uh, B. Puller, which is it's funny because that's one of the, <laughs> his nicknames was Chesty because he was so motivated. Um, he had a few others, Tactical Taylor and Hoof Dog. They called him all kinds of things. But he was on the ship. There was 139 people on that ship. It was a special mission. Um, it was at the, the Strait of um, Hormuz and Iran. So you know what was going on over there at the time. You can, it's going on still. Um, but he was on that mission from May till the end of July. Um, there are 28 Marines and, like I said, 139 people total, 28 Marines for their security, and the rest were sailors and uh, people from one of the three-letter agencies. It starts with a C. Um, and uh, <laughs> um, end of July, they left um, the ship and went back to join the rest of 2-1. And then he left for Afghanistan, August 15th, August 16th. Um, his third time on Afghan soil. His concern began the moment that he landed and saw what he saw. His words were chaos, no communication, lack of leadership. Um, he said he'd never seen anything like it. And like I said, he was in Afghanistan two times before. He told me, Mom, I, I now know that the, com the command cares nothing for us. My son, these 12 others left this earth thinking that their command cared nothing for them. The wounded feel that their command felt nothing for them. The survivors felt that their command felt nothing for them. I feel this as well. After seeing their friends die, picking them up off the ground, sending them off, then being told to destroy everything at the airport, they were told, you gotta clean up the airport. We can't leave it dirty for the Taliban. They had to clean up the airport. <laughs> what kind of disrespect? What kind of hatred? For our military, what kind of mess? <sighs> Confusion, deceit, lost, angry, sad, heartbroken, and disgusted. 
These are the feelings that the surface members felt and are still feeling. These are the feelings I'm feeling. Taylor's dad's feeling. His sisters, his family, his friends. We were told lies, given incomplete reports, incorrect reports, total disrespect. There were gunshots. All I wanted to know where my kid was, where he fell, how long did he last, did he fight? I was told to my face he died on impact. That's not true. The only reason that I know this is because witnesses told me the truth. I was lied to and basically told to shut up that that's the way it was. Not true. <laughs> he lived for a, a little while, but not on impact. He was given out his ammo. He tied a tourniquet around his leg. I don't understand the reasoning for that lie. It makes no sense. Other than the fact that, did they really even do an investigation? Did they talk to witnesses? I don't know. Please don't be distracted by the mess that you're seeing on TV. Aliens, who cares? Are they real? I don't know. If they are, I got some people. I got a list of people. Please take them. Um, please take them. Um, I can read that list to you now. Biden, the Biden administration, Blinken, Milley, Austin, Whited, Ball. Unfortunately, there's more. That's just the ones that I'm focused on at this moment. Incompetent, cowards, evil. Some are a few of those, some are all of those. I want justice. I want accountability. Why would they just not say, oh, we, we made a mistake, our plan was wrong, I'm so sorry. You know, that would have been, a, that would have been something. You know, I understand war is, war is hell. I understand that. But no, we didn't get that. Staff Sergeant Taylor Hoover. Staff Sergeant Ryan Christian Knauss. Sergeant Nicole G. Sergeant Johanny Rosario Bacardo. Corporal Humberto Sanchez. Corporal Hunter Lopez, Corporal William Deegan Page, Lance Corporal David Lee Espinosa, Lance Corporal Riley J. McCollum, Lance Corporal Dylan R. Marola, Lance Corporal Kareem M. Nakui, Lance Corporal Jared M. Schmitz, Corman Maxson W. Soviak. They deserve justice. Good morning to all of you. I first want to start by saying thank you and acknowledging Congressman Issa and the rest of his staff and the various mayors sitting here on the, on the stand. 
But most of all, I want to I want to thank all of you for being here to listen to the hurt, the anger, anger, the anguish that we feel for our children. My name is Darren Hoover. I'm the father of Marine Corps Staff Sergeant Darren Taylor Hoover. I'm his dad, but not the same as we have different middle names. He's a man unto himself, a self-made man that left a hole in our families when he was taken from us by terrorists. He's left behind some pretty big shoes to fill, and if I'm being honest with you and with myself, they will never be filled. Not for lack of trying, as we, we strive every day to do, but that's the measure of the man he is and that he was raised to be. We miss him immensely, and time will never heal that wound. Kelly and I were blessed with Taylor, and as his parents, like all other parents, were given the sacred responsibility to protect and provide for his well-being. We were tasked with also teaching him about life. Now he's taught us so much more than we ever did with him. We raised him to know right from wrong. We raised him to be a patriot and to love this country that we are blessed to call home. We raised him to help others as they needed it or saw the need to do so, even if it seemed insignificant at the time. We never know the hearts that we're able to touch with just a kind word or a helping hand up. Taylor is the poster child for being a loving and caring human and took that responsibility to a whole other level. This compassionate and caring man was always looking out for others, but especially his Marines. If someone came to him and asked him a question of what question of him that he didn't know, he would research the answer so that he could give the correct information back and also expected that from his Marines. This compassion and caring was put to paper by his lieutenant at the time of his death, Lieutenant Byrd, and is as follows. It's called the grown ass man. What is my number one rule? Taylor would ask this question to his Marines at least once a week. And you could always count on it being asked on a Friday afternoon before the Marines were released for the weekend. And always without fail, Taylor would point to one of the Marines in the formation and he would answer back, be a grown ass man, Staff Sergeant. Taylor would reply exactly. And with that, the Marines would go on and enjoy their weekend. It was part of our weekly rituals that we had. And this was always the last thing the guys were told before we left for the weekend or the week. Back on a Friday in February, we had a whole group of young Marines who had just joined our platoon a few days earlier. All of them were 18 or 19 year olds. 
and had just graduated high school approximately eight, year, eight months before that. When it came time for Taylor to ask his weekly question, he pointed to one of our brand new Marines and said, as he did every Friday, what's my number one rule? Lo and behold, this poor young kid did not know the answer as this was his first Friday with the platoon. And as you can imagine, uh, 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 I don't know, Staff Sergeant. And this kid said this in a voice that was barely audible and full of fear as he looked down at the ground. At this point, everybody in the platoon is silent and no one is really sure what is about to happen. Even the more senior Marines had a look of hesitation on their faces. You could see, see them trying to calculate what Taylor was going to do next. This was the first time this had ever happened and I myself was pretty curious to see how this was going to turn out. Well, you know what? Today's your lucky day, said Taylor. We're gonna give you the answer to this. Hey, Sergeant Tree, can you tell this young Marine what my number one rule is? Your number one rule is to be a grown ass man, Staff Sergeant, said Sergeant Tree in a loud booming voice so that everyone, especially the new junior Marines, could be sure to hear. Exactly. Now I'll tell you what, I'll give you another chance. Said Taylor to the now clearly flustered young Marine. What do you think I mean by that? And once again, in the most quiet voice that a human could possibly emit, this poor young kid goes, I don't know, Staff Sergeant. I figured that, said Taylor. So let me tell you, being a grown ass man means that you will always look out for the Marines that you see around you because they will always look out for you. If you see someone needs help, go over and ask them what you can do to help them. If you need help with anything, you need to be mature enough to ask for help. Being a grown ass man means that if you make a mistake, that you will own up to it and then work to correct it. It means that if you have to think twice about doing something, then you probably shouldn't do it. If you make a mistake, it's okay because no one is perfect. We will still stand by you and support you, but a grown ass man learns from his mistakes. But understand this, you, as a grown-ass man, need to understand that there is no such thing as a mistake when it comes to morality. You are well aware of what things like lying or stealing are, are wrong, and those, in fact, are not mistakes. Those are conscious decisions that you, as a grown-ass man, are not allowed to make. Does that make sense? It does, Staff Sergeant, said this young Marine though not in a quivering whisper as he'd been speaking, but in a tone that was filled with confidence and respect. Taylor was the big brother and the father figure that so many young Marines never had. A lot of them had come to us from broken homes or had been raised by their grandmothers or other family members. 
It wasn't that they hadn't been taught what was right from wrong. It was that some of them had just never had a father figure that truly cared for them. Taylor was exactly that person. There was never a time when he was not acting in a way that should not be emulated. He would never hesitate to pull a Marine regardless of rank and pull them to the side and ask him how things were going if he had the slightest inclination that there was something bothering him. There are so many young men that Taylor took the time to mentor, to coach, to listen to when he saw that they were going through something or just needed someone to confide in. And I can say with the fullest confidence that there are countless young men who have become not just better Marines, but better fathers, husbands, sons, and friends because of the influence that he had on them. The loss of Taylor is a void that simply cannot be filled. I want to ensure everyone that Taylor will forever live on and that his impact will live on through those that he considered his brothers. When new Marines check in, they will hear the stories, not on just his heroic actions, but they will, they will come to embody the values that he stood for. And just like those he directly led, they will as well go on to better men because of it. Now, as I said in the beginning, that his mother and I took the responsibility for Taylor's safety and his well-being. And in that day in September, we transferred that responsibility to the Marine Corps, the Department of Defense, and the others in the various administration since he joined the Marine Corps 11 years before his death. The most recent administration, Department of Defense and the Marine Corps did not uphold their end of that contract. I know there are those that will say that Taylor and his brothers in arms signed on the dotted line and knew the consequences that could occur as we have been at war for 20 years. And they would be correct, but this didn't need to happen in the manner that it did. And for those who had power over our military, know that they made a conscious decision that led to the chaotic and frantic withdrawal from Afghanistan. For the Secretary of Defense, General Austin, the head of the Joint Chiefs of Staff, General Milley, to say that they're satisfied with the withdrawal of our troops is nothing short of disgusting and ignorant. Retired Marine Corps General McKenzie can be included in this as well, as these were his Marines, and he should have known better. With all of these generals having approximately 90 years of experience combined, and to come up with the plan that they attempted to carry out is despicable. 
and to say to Congress that they thought it was a good withdrawal are sorely, sorely mistaken. Then to have individuals like John Kirby come in and say that he did not see from the chaos from his perch is both tone deaf and ignorant. We've all seen the pictures and the videos as he was speaking. Now to the Secretary of State. Our kids were not trained extensively on what to look for when looking for the green cards, the passports, and the other pieces of paper that were needed to get out of that country and to assist our Americans that were there, our allies. The Afghans, which just wanted to get out and a new life out from under the Taliban rule. To have the ambassador to Afghanistan changed out midway through all of this should be a huge red flag. Why was that done? Because the prior ambassador was not on board with the decisions being made and the way it was being handled? If that's the case, then something needs to be done. In closing, I'm calling out Secretary Blinken, Secretary Austin, General Milley, General McKenzie, Lieutenant Colonel Whited, who could not give the order to the snipers to take out the bomber before he detonated his vest, and ultimately the president. Do what our son did. Be a grown-ass man. Admit to your mistakes. Learn from them so that this doesn't happen ever, ever again. You all need to resign immediately. Our sons and daughters have more integrity in their little toes than every one of them combined. You owe it to our families here today, to the other gold and silver star families that have gone before, and most of all, to the veterans who have given so much for this country so that we have the freedoms that we enjoy today. Thank you. Thank you. You know, um... Thunder. 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 Thundercats. Get the fuck oh. out of here. Oh. <laughs> First, uh, I, uh, I feel for that guy uh, and his family and his wife. They're divorced. That's even worse. Can only imagine what that's like. Me and Sparky were talking about that. Um, dude, having your kid go before you. That's a rough one. That's mm -hmm. uh, a rough one. Kind of understand what my dad was always talking about now. But, dude, grown ass man. That's not a. <laughs> That's not an odd thing. How many times do you hear me say that to people? Mm -hmm. How many times you tell? How many times did I do that? Uh, he could have been talking about you, honestly. 
I was sitting here bawling through the whole thing because could have been you. Dude, uh, you know, uh, his wife, you're absolutely right. Mark Jason Walker, genuine heart. She most certainly did. The first lady that was up, and that's not his wife, but that's the first lady that No, was up. that's his that was his mom, and that's his dad. No. Yeah, that no, was his that mom. Was a different. No, that the same dude. They're talking about the same staff sergeant. They're talking about the same exact staff sergeant. That was mom first, and dad went up second. Taylor? Yes. All right. Mom went first, dad went second. And they're talking about the same dude. And okay. man, that's a that's rough. Uh, I don't even the, the, the fact that they're calling out the government mm -hmm. specifically on this should be enough. Mm -hmm. That means none of our people, the people that got killed that day, got any information about how their loved ones died. Nope. Nope, not a bit. Let me tell you something. I've been to, uh, I've been to funerals. And when I went to the funeral, um, I was really scared about being there. Because I, I, I knew that uh, they had already read all the statements, the sworn statements and everything else about what had happened to their loved one. And um, I knew they were going to find, they were going to hear that I was right there and I couldn't do anything. And uh, I was waited because they get the whole story from the government how it normally works you get the whole story what happened to your loved one where they died um usually more information than you want to know yeah the shit you don't want to know the yeah. shit you're like no nah, i really don't even want to see that didn't no. want to know that nope and um but there are no there are no questions left there there are no this is not the case yeah these people have not been given the information that I know other veterans, other family members have received. This. Hey, just do me a favor, smoke through this because it's going to get worse. So um, these family members, it's hard to listen to. I know, but we got to do it and it sucks. Um, you're going to hear a lot of shit you don't want to hear. But I got to tell you, you got to hear it. We got to hear this shit. We've got to rip the, we've got to rip the scab off of this because people have to hear this. Yeah. They have to know this is what's going on to these family members. The fact that Daryl Isis, Isa did it outstanding job. Yes. Why wasn't it in Congress? Why wasn't it in Congress? What did the speaker of the house, you mean to tell me Kevin McCarthy, the guy that supports all the veterans. Couldn't find a room. Couldn't find a room. This is something that should have been heard on the official record. Mm -hmm. You should be hearing these stories about real mm -hmm. Americans who stood there, cared more about their guys than they did anything else and realized at the last minute that we're fucked because nobody else gives a shit about us. This is the story that needs to be made heard because you're not going to hear it anywhere else. You're going to hear it here and that's about it. Keep going. Next family. You know, as Mick said, when Justin died, he died twice. 
first time you die is when your body dies. The second time you die is when the last time your name is mentioned. Try and never make that for these guys because they don't deserve that. Don't let them die again. We should name fucking schools after them. Christy, you want to go next? Good morning. My name is Christy Shamblin, and I'm proud to be Nicole, Sergeant Nicole G's mom-in-law. Her Becky, her mama, Becky Herrera would be here today, but she unfortunately passed before Nicole. And I like to think that she was waiting for her in heaven. I'm not a speaker, and this is not my comfort zone. So please be patient with me. I'd like to thank Congressman Issa and you all for being here today. It's really important and it means so very much to us. Thank you. As I thought about what I could say today, I thought of Nicole and the bright light that she brought to our lives. She was known for being a positive and encouraging person to so many people in her life. She was ambitious, driven, caring. She was a badass Marine. That's right. One of my favorite memories of Nicole includes the picture that was taken of her just days before her murder in Afghanistan. She's holding an infant. And she posted with that, I love my job. She's in the middle of the most horrific conditions I've ever witnessed in my life. And she is proudly serving her country and loving her job, doing 100%. She held nothing back. She strived to be the best she could, and she encouraged everybody in her life to do the same in their own way. My son was an active duty Marine at the time of her death also. They were a Marine couple stationed at Lejeune, Lejeune in North Carolina. I'm very proud of my son. As God has seen fit sometimes in my life, he put us together on the day he was notified. And we left the next day to Dover Air Force Base for what I now know is called a dignified transfer. I can't even begin to piece together the words that would convey to you the devastation that her murder has brought to our family. When your child is murdered, you feel like there is no justice. 
and you question your very existence. I'm happy to tell you that success with the support of the Marine Corps and mental health professionals does come in small doses. And you gain small footings every day to make a new chapter in your life. We're grateful, so very grateful for people like yourselves and the Americans who want to hear our children's stories. Because we don't get to make new memories with our children. All we have is their mem their, you know, our memories. All we have is the stories that we get to share with you guys. We're grateful for the support of people like Congressman Issa and several other congressmen who have been taking us and really allowing us to have our voices heard and to make it better for both our active duty service members, our veterans, and the next families that will have to welcome their children home in a casket draped with a flag. It will happen again. It is the cost of the greatest country on earth. And it's the cost of our freedoms. And I, we want to make sure that while we can't bring our children back, the next ones will be treated with more respect the respect that they earned by dying for our country. Helping for a positive change is a silver lining for our family. When our leaders, including the Secretary of Defense and our Commander-in-Chief, call this evacuation a success as if there should be celebration. It is like a knife in the heart for our families and for the people who came back and for every service member that served over this 20 year war. I live every single day knowing that these deaths were preventable. My daughter could be with us today. And that wasn't just one decision, it was many decisions. Many times over it could have been stopped. So to call it a success is a, a, an ultimate disrespect for the very people that deserve every ounce of respect that we can give them. That day, there were 13 avoidable deaths of our service members, 30 plus critically wounded, wounded warriors who have our hearts. These young men and women came back, bigger patriots than they left. I don't know how that's possible. And I admire them from the bottom of my heart. We left thousands, thousands of allies behind. Billions of dollars in resources for them to use against us. 
this was not a success. And doing the same thing and expecting different results is the definition of insanity. What we're asking for is to stop the insanity and make it better for the next group. Thank you. Completely out of my wheelhouse. There you go. Real quick. In case you guys don't remember, literally days before these soldiers were killed, there was a viral photograph going around of a beautiful girl, straight brown hair, holding an infant, missing babies over the fence to try and save them. And she had one of them. She took one of these babies that was being passed over these fences to save their life. And that photo went viral. You remember that? You remember that picture? Yeah. Y'all remember that picture? Keep that picture in your head. That was Nicole. That was the that was that woman's daughter. In law. She called her a daughter. Yeah. Just like my mother would have called you her son. Don't forget these people. And uh, that's my son right there between the uh, American. resources for them to use against us sorry i'm rewinding it just a little bit so that you guys can know who this guy is this was not a success and doing the same thing and expecting different results is the definition of insanity what we're asking for is to stop the insanity and make it better for the next group thank you completely out of my wheelhouse and uh, that's my son right there between the uh, American flag and the marine flag his name was Kareem M. Nakui um, I just got this I don't know how to work it Um, okay, I would like to uh, thank God, our Creator. I want to thank Jesus Christ and the Holy Spirit. And Father God, may you see fit to bless our country so we may honor and glorify your name. I'd also like to thank uh, Congressman Issa Amen. for listening to our story, for leading this charge. We are all deeply thankful to you and your staff and to the uh, city of um, Escondido. Um, one of President Donald J. Trump's campaign promises was the end to war in Afghanistan. 
I think he recognized as he saw the corruptness of the Afghan government and the Afghan National Security Forces. Colonel Christopher Kalenda said, quote, I was disgusted, disgusted knowing that the Afghan military commanders were creating ghost soldiers so they could take their pay, that they were selling their soldiers food, fuel, and ammunition on the black market as part of the kleptocracy that had become the Afghan government, end quote. I'm sure that, president, that the president could see that the public government would not be able to assure the one thing that he wanted, American soldiers to stop being killed. So he negotiated with the Taliban the Doha Agreement, which was categorized as a good deal by Colonel Kumrich. And for 18 months, there were no American casualties. In the House of Foreign Affairs Subcommittee, Congressman Crow asked of Colonel Kalinda, if after that agreement was signed, did the Taliban stop attacking US soldiers? In which he replied, yes. Congressman Issa asked Colonel Kermit if he saw the actions in the last nine months of the tr Trump administration as having any cause to the loss of the 13 soldiers' lives, in which Kermit stated, not during the Trump administration. And there was ample time in the Biden administration to change the course that led to the August 26th attack. When Congressman Crow asked Colonel Seth Kermit if the U.S. forces had not left in August of 2021, would the Taliban had resumed combat operations against the U.S. soldiers? He said, and I quote, I believe that if we had not pulled out by that date, they would have had a hard time once the winter started to be able to actually execute that which would have given the Afghan government the time and the space to get their feet set to fight back, end quote. Krimich also spoke of the three strategic ob objectives laid out by the Biden administration, in which he said, we were not successful, and the senior decision makers had selective intelligence blindness, and that administrations controlled how we withdrew and when we withdrew. Congressman McCall stated, quote, I was there. We were there for the briefings from state, from DOD, and from the IC. And for months, President Biden ignored warning from his own generals and his own intelligence community and by bipartisan members of Congress about what happened on the ground, end quote. He classified the president as having, quote, a blind eye. And during the first two months of President Biden's administration, he was too busy reversing as many Trump policies as he could that he neglected to meet the April deadline. On April 14th, President Biden came out and said that he has negotiated an extension and that he was ending the 20-year war in Afghanistan to be completed by September 11th. And as he pointed out, and as pointed out by Congressman Mass, Jen Psaki stated, quote, the president is the ultimate decision maker, that he was the decision maker who cho chose to draw the date of September 11th. He was the decision maker who pulled out the people with the guns out before the people with the guns, before the people with the gun, before the people without the guns. The decision maker who collapsed the oper operations to Hkaya Airport, it was Joe Biden, the ultimate decision maker, and that none of these decisions were in the Doha agreement, end quote. Congressman Walt asked Kermich, did President Biden ignore the advice of three four-star generals, in which he replied, yes. Well, of course he did. There are interviews in which he prided himself on being tough with generals, and that Afghanistan had a diplomatic solution, not a military solution, and this explains why the state chose HKI instead of Bagram. Bagram, excuse me. That is why they, they left only 113 men. 
Colonel Sergeant Major said, quote, the defensibility of Bagram, Bagram was exponentially greater, end quote, and that 2,000 soldiers can completely man Bagram, and 2,500 soldiers were left in country when President Trump left office. He understood that some of the embassy felt that the Taliban would not advance and that a NEO would not be necessary. June 14th, he was given the order to close Bagram by July 4th, 2021. HKIA was to remain open as a quick reaction force to the embassy, which was four miles away. All talks of conducting NEO, a NEO ceased, which was against the law. Colonel Sergeant Major Smith said that he closed Bagram on July 2nd and the Taliban controlled 50% of Afghanistan with 113 American soldiers left in country from 10th Mountain Division. Congressman uh, Waltz also stated that not a single official has resigned, been relieved, been court-martialed, or even laterally transferred. My life and that of my family's um, <clears throat> has been on pause since the early morning of August 26, 2021. The difference between the minutes of my life before that day and the minutes that pass after that day are contrasted drastically. The smells of the season, a certain song, an image, a picture, brings back the, image and the images and the feelings, the pain and anxiety. The thing that upsets me most is that he exploded the most precious thing that a child learns from um, his parent, trust. Kareem enlisted and stood on that wall because he associated his government in the likeness of his parents. And the protection and love he witnessed growing up, he associated and compared to his government. My son needed a commander-in-chief who cared solely about his life. A commander-in-chief who, when sent a picture to the Taliban leaders who's Taliban leader's house and asked him, why do you send me a picture of my house? Replied, you have to figure that out, Abdul. Instead, his commander-in-chief chose to use him as a pawn so he could meet his September 11th deadline and get the optics he wanted and never honor my son or his brothers and sisters for their sacrifice for his picture. There was something I'd like to do with Kareem. Um, when he would leave to go... Uh, When he would leave to go back to Camp Pendleton, he would tell me goodbye, I love you. I would be on the other end of the house, far away, and I would wait to hear the, uh, the door creak because of the hinge, the front door. And as soon as I heard that, I would yell as loud as I could his name, Kareem. And this was the pay homage to every father-son movie ever made. I would yell and uh, in his little voice, yeah. <coughs> and I'd be like, avenge me. <laughs> you know? And, and I'd come and look at him and he'd have the biggest smile. And now all I hear is him and his song. Avenge me.
Good morning, my name is Cheryl Rex. I am the mother of Lance Corporal Dylan Marola. I wanna thank Congressman Isai and all the dignitaries that are present today so that I may have this opportunity to speak publicly for the first time since the botched and chaotic withdrawal from Afghanistan, which took the life of my son and 12 other service members, 170 Afghan civilians, and left hundreds wounded. I am seeking answers to my many questions that have gone, gone unanswered since August 26th. 2021. Dylan was on his first deployment to Jordan when the withdrawal from Afghanistan began. That quickly turned into an evacuation of our Afghan allies and civilians when he and his battalion were then redirected to assist in this process. My son was only 20 years old. It begins with the moment when I saw two uniformed Marines awaiting my arrival to inform me that my son had been identified as one of the 13 service members that had been killed at Abbey Gate during Operation Freedom Sentinel, also known as Operation Enduring Freedom. I was told to pack an overnight bag and be ready to go to Delaware for a dignified transfer to receive my son's body. Myself and the other families of our 13 were awaiting for the plane arrival to the United States. When Joe Biden, our elected president, entered the room, when he approached me, his words to me were, my, my wife Jill and I know how you feel. We lost our son as well and brought him home in a flag-draped coffin. My heart started beating faster and I started shaking knowing that their son died from cancer and they were able to be by his side. Also wondering how someone could honestly Sorry. Be so heartless to say he knew how I felt a little over 24 hours and learning of my son's death. After this encounter, I have never had any personal correspondence, nor has my son been honored or his name spoken by this commander in chief or his administration. On what I feel, is because of their failures and poor planning to exit our troops from Afghanistan. I returned home and the following days, I started to receive phone calls from Dylan's commanding officers, which leads me to a conversation I had stated. I had that stated. Ma'am, we decided to hold Abigail open for just one more hour in hopes to save a few more lives knowing that the imminent attack was approaching the gate. That statement is ingrained inside my brain, knowing that if they had closed the gate, my son would be alive today. I have wondered who gave that order to hold that gate open for one more hour and for whom. Within the following weeks, Dylan's battalion began returning to Camp Pendleton is when Marines had the opportunity to reach out to the families. I was very fortunate that I lived close enough to the base that several of the Marines came to visit me and began telling me their stories. Every story being told coincided that Abbey Gate was ambushed and was a complex attack, not just a sui single suicide bombing, which was being reported on news outlets. I had spent the first couple of weeks wondering if my son's remains were not going to be intact to learning that my son had suffered injuries and had been 
medically treated with his, and his body was viewable. Whatever ounce of comfort that may have brought me, I knew I would be able to see my son one last time. I laid down to rest, witnessing thousands of people from across our country, offering their condolences and support. And again, nothing was brought forth from anyone in our current administration. The anger I held inside on how our 13 kids were not being recognized nationally was becoming prominent. How could so many people pay their respects, but nothing at all from the President of the United States on something he had conducted? My social media accounts started receiving little to no attention, and my son's name seemed to be slowly not being recognized. I knew then that I was being targeted and shut down publicly by media outlets. I could hardly search anything that had to do with Afghanistan when just a month ago, our situation was everywhere. How could a worldwide event quoted the largest evacuation in American history just disappear? When failures are made, those who are involved in those failures want it to be forgotten. And that's what I felt was happening by our current leadership. Those Marines who had poured their hearts out to me and had been by my side grieving over their experience, their stories were beginning to change. I knew they were being told they couldn't speak about their experiences any longer. On January 19, 2022, a colonel and his JAG briefed me on the after-action report of what was supposed to be the truth and facts of what happened at Abbey Gate. During this brief, it was explained to me where my son's location had been during the time of the attack and also his wound, wounds in accordance with his autopsy report. That is when I personally confirmed to myself that everything, even the way my son died, was being covered up. I was being given false information. While this colonel was describing Dylan's wounds, he was describing the report as intended towards a right-handed person. My son's personal trait was that he was left-handed. So when I questioned, how could my son obtain wounds on the opposite side of his body that he was illustrating, he couldn't respond, leading the conversation to the jack to change the subject. They continued into showing me drone footage that ultimately they claimed had a three minute unexplainable lapse. This colonel told me, ma'am, you wouldn't wanna see it anyways. I had already seen my son's lifeless body and laid him to rest. Who was this colonel? To make a decision what I was capable of watching. Afghanistan was no longer being spoken about and nothing seemed to be available anymore while I was continuing my search for answers. I was starting to feel defeated as to not being able to find anything. I felt I needed to find some kind of proof that would show that the people, these Marines, were not lying about their stories and possibly bring some acknowledgement back into the public eye. Days turned into weeks. Weeks turned into a couple of months. 
as the one-year mark approached, I knew in my heart that my son and our 13 were not going to be honored or spoken more than just a small new community that we were circulating in. But in my head, I kept thinking, maybe, just maybe, their names would be spoken on national TV or even just anything to honor their sacrifices and people would remember them. As a mother of two Marines, I hold a different perspective of honor. It wouldn't have taken much effort to say their names and hold a moment of silence on this date. I wasn't surprised one bit when nothing was said for them. Everybody, every day I had just hoped and prayed that people wouldn't forget this withdrawal being that U.S. troops had spent the past 20 years defending and protecting the Afghan civilians. I was fighting an endless battle without being heard. From zero honor or respect from our current administration being publicly removed to lies and cover-ups over facts and truths that were that, sorry, that there was zero accountability and no real evidence provided or any, on, or any honest information was being given to me. Months following, a couple of veteran Marines contacted me asking me if I knew about the upcoming congressional hearings that would start to take place. I started to think, is this true? Maybe we can we are able to start getting answers to some of my questions on my son's death. I am extremely grateful to those Marines telling their stories, which have all been everything I had been told from the very beginning. I feel with our combined efforts and our commitment to exposing what was really happening in Afghanistan, maybe I can finally get some truth about my son's death and the American people would see the failures that actually occurred. I feel I deserve real answers, real truths, real facts, and someone to be held accountable for the failures that occurred that took my son's life. I am here now with those hopes, with those same hopes that you are willing to stand by my side and help me get those truths and answers I've been looking for for almost two years. The impact of tragedy is painful. The impact of losing your child in a manner that, have, that could have been prevented and led people who seem to not have any sympathy for human lives is anger, frustration, disappointment, mental stress, physical pain, and more than just a broken heart that cannot be fixed. I hope one day as a mother, I can understand why my son was chosen to leave this earth. Behind every heart is a hero. Behind every hero is a story. Behind every story reveals what they endured for you, for me, and for all mankind. Thank you for allowing me to share just a glimpse of what I have been holding inside my heart since that date of August 26, 2021. As the day I lost my son, Lance Corporal, Dylan Marola, because legends live forever and their stories will always be told.
Wow. Don't worry, babe. You have eight minutes. All right. Plenty of time. All right. Whatever. Um, I think that <clears throat> was one of the most important testimonies that we've heard so far. No. Nope. Why not? Nope. So now that I can put my headset back on, mm -hmm. I actually hear myself. Um, no. I, I think the dad before has her beat. Well, okay, so. I think the dad before has her beat. The only problem with the dad mm. before is he drops names. That's the only problem. Okay, so. Only issue. However, the dad before was talking about his son's character, and while that's incredibly important. No, 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 you did not listen. Oh, the one, the one after that. I'm sorry, I was going back to. You're right. right. Yeah. The dad yep. before yep. 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 started out with everything that took place yep. up until, yes. and then dropped the bomb, what yep. happened, and then said who was responsible. Yep. And all she did was back everything he said yep. up right. with right. everything she said. But, and all he did was drop a name that everybody went, oh, he said Donald J. Trump. But no, I, that, he wasn't even talking about that. No, he was. That's I mean, where he, he started. Was, but that's he, where he started, started with but... 18 months that there wasn't an American attacked yep. by the Taliban. Exactly. Yeah. Why was that? Oh, because Trump said, look, I know where you all live. Mm -hmm. I'll just kill you. But this was not just a suicide bomber. This was a coordinated attack, coordinated, multifaceted, complex attack. Correct. Multi-pronged, not complex. Multi-pronged multi attack. Because they said that they got, they received gunshots. There was all sorts of shit that said that they were receiving fire and nobody in the official story talks about any incoming fire. Why is that? Why is that? You know, y'all got my point on the folks kneeling, getting their heads cut off because that does seem weird, doesn't it? And everybody said, yeah, you know, I remember that. So let me ask you this one too. Why is it whenever I've been involved in anything like that and it's been reported wrong, 90% of it was, well, 10% of it was good. Uh, 11 and a half percent of it sucked. And then the 2% of it that was actually true. They got it wrong anyway. Um, in the instances where I was involved in those things, every time that she told me about it and I found out about it, my first question was what to you? Do you remember? You remember what I asked you? What was the first question I always asked you? Why'd you believe what you read in the newspaper anyway? No, <laughs> that was my second question. <laughs> my first question was what? Where was that reported? I oh, yeah. always yep. asked you, yep, yep. where was Where'd that you, reported? That? Yep. Because that was always all I needed to know. Mm -hmm. Why? Because so, it was, it was no, either, no, because it was either one of two sources. Um, because sometimes it was like the New York Times or USA Today, because I got the hard paper at the hotel. But I also got the DOD reports, like DOD um, after action reports delivered to my inbox 
I mean, I, I got them in my email. Well, anyway. So if the, it was a DOD report, like that's the official report, not what the media has taken and put their spin on. So if that one's wrong, then you know that that's a straight cover up. So one of the big ones was like the one that obviously took place in Syria In Syria. Yeah. And you said, Hey, and that came from, that was a New York times. And I asked you, I was like, Hey, where did you hear that? And the reason mm -hmm. I asked you that, because where we're based, where we launch from, there are three news organizations that are allowed on the complex or in the complex. They're not allowed anywhere near the flight line, nor are they allowed anywhere where our hooches are or anything else or our training area. Nothing. It's, they're just allowed to a certain level in the gate and they can't get any further past that. Then everything is shielded outside of that. So I asked her because I knew the three news sources that were there. And I was like, go fucking figure. It was always a fucking immediately. Fuck as always. soon as I got that, I sent that off to my bosses and they were like, yep, they're gone. And they were no longer allowed to be where we were at. Mm -hmm. So that eliminated their news cycle ever since. And then I couldn't figure out where he was when he was deployed anymore yeah. after that. <laughs> because then we hit, we were good. We were yeah. Good. Yep. Yep. However, why would they fake his autopsy report? Who? Well, she said that when they they showed her his autopsy report for her son. No. He the, was left-handed. Okay. But they were explaining the way they were explaining his wounds were for a right-handed person. So, so why let's is that? So let's explain that. Are they explaining the wounds or are they explaining the body position? What if, think about it, he is left-handed, you're right. Uh-huh. So I'm, I was thinking about that. Yeah, I, was I, like, I saw that look on your face. That's I was, I was like, asking. yeah, let me see here. If I'm a gunner and I'm sitting there and I'm a left-handed gunner, so now I'm looking at everything the wrong way because in the world, folks, look, I'm telling you right now. The world is designed for right-handed people. It was designed for right-handed people. Mm -hmm. That's how I know the world is flat. Yep. So <laughs> let me let me put that out there first. Okay. So I'm trying to think about it being a left-handed gunner. So I would have my hand, my right hand, right here underneath my chin. I'd be controlling my gun with the left hand looking down the sights. Now, if I was on the left-hand side of the road and I was pointing the opposite direction of oncoming travel because it was let in. And that goes against the storyline that they told us mm. that it attacked the gate. Instead, this bitch was let in the door. That changes the soldier's body position. If they knew that they were being attacked. Do you see, do you see where I'm going with this? Yeah. Because now instead of him being oriented to the target, he's orienting himself away from where the actual target was. Colonel's trying to explain it. It, it doesn't even make sense in writing because if you're a left-handed shooter, the right-hand side of your body would be exposed, not the left-hand side. Mm-hmm. Unless you had your back to the target mm -hmm. because the right hand part of your body would be leaning forward and the left hand part of your body would be sticking out backwards. And that means you're leaning the opposite direction of where the bomb was coming from. 
So as you get to see this, as you peel this apart, you start to realize, yeah, there's some bullshit that's being told to these parents. First of all, three who, minutes of missing drone footage. Who the fuck does that to some parents? Seriously. If the parent, my thing is this parent wants to see it. Show. Yeah. Show. Don't, don't can't, don't you sugarcoat it. They're not going to understand it. You try to put your own spin on it. They're not going to understand it. Let them see it. They need to. If, if for anything, they know what happened at a minimum. If no. you've got video of it, you, you let it go. You give it to the parents and you say, here you go. You let them deal with it. It's not on you. It's not your choice. Good to see you, Classical Chick. I didn't mean to ignore you all day yesterday. Um, I was in the wrong chat the entire time. I clicked on the Red Pull Project uh, chat instead of our chat. And I was like, why the fuck is it so quiet over there? And, I was about uh, to say, your chat was booming. And then I went to release the scratch and I was like, fuck, I'm in the wrong chat. Because <laughs> it wasn't there. And I was like, son of a bitch. Um, and so then I flipped into the into our chat but it was in like the last five minutes because, you know, it's early since scratch. So, well, that's, that's what you do, you know, you know, you know, you anyway, yes. Yeah. Okay. We're going to get, yes. Let's, Let's go that, get it. It's four twenty. It is hitting it up for the big, East big man. Coast time, not just avocado time. So spark it up. If you got it, normally we hit four twenty on avocado time, but on the weekends we hit it on East coast time, our time zone. So if you can smoke it, spark it up, light it up, you got it. Make it work for you. Yeah, because this is a rough one. I tell you what, y'all. Gotta need it. I've been crying this whole time, obviously. It's from the bomb. <laughs> I think we had a pretty good show though yesterday because uh, it was. You had a lot of people. You did, and uh, I think we have. We definitely have two duck eggs that, provided the chickens don't kill them, will hatch. <laughs> Fucking chickens, those bitches. All right. Hey, I'm going right now. I'm going over gold pills, releasing them. So if you're over on the pill side, the scratch, scratch is, is out. out. Go get it. Get you some. You're welcome. Classical chick going to Tennessee in September. Excellent. I love you, Mary Jane.
blew up the dome, send him back on the wolf pack. Operation Blueberry Duck Farts in effect. Full. Full effect. Target White Rabbit Podcast. Brad the White Rabbit Podcast. Brad the Cook. Go fuck his chats up. Go get him. Teeth off. <laughs> so, when the FBI knocks on your door, what do we tell them? Nah, nah bear. bear. Nope. Nah, bear. Yeah. <sighs> yeah, fuck you, bear. Next. Shit, this is depressing. I know it is. It sucks. It but really we does. really do but have to listen to this. It's got to be done. It's so important. You know what? If it if it was if it was you, if it was our kids, if it was anyone we knew. The worst part is you couldn't talk about half of it. I'd be but I'd for like another 35 years. I know. But, but you know, if, if it had been that situation, um, I would want someone like us to do this. Yeah. For you. True. true. Because it is that important because that, you know, the, the underlying theme, the one thing that they've, they've all said is that essentially they've been memory hold all of them their stories have just been you know the narrative flipped away and after you know real quick that that news cycle turned and they were forgotten they've all felt forgotten that's one of them that's one of the things one of i the heard things. That's more of a gripe than anything else. Mm -hmm. But one of the, the overlying themes I have heard from all three of the parents, at least, that we've heard speak so far. Um, actually, all four of the parents mm -hmm. we've heard speak so far. Um, they're, they were all patriots. Yep. Everyone. Makes mm. you wonder, doesn't it? Only 113 soldiers left, 13 of them killed, a planned coordinated, coordinated attack. The gate left open for an extra hour, even though they knew the attack was coming, and all of them patriots. Weird. Isn't Weird, it, though? Isn't it? isn't it, though? Throwing it out there, just a lot. When you start putting two and two together and they start making four and six, mm -hmm. you start realizing... Oh shit! Maybe we haven't been told everything. It's actually going on. Gosh, I'm shaking already. Sorry. Um, good morning, everyone. I'm gonna thank Congressman and all of you guys for being here for open this 
place for us to talk and express ourselves and our broken hearts to you and to our community. My name is Coral Bersano. I am the mother of Corporal Humberto Sanchez, right there. I always call him my green eye boy. We are Hispanics, Mexicans, but he has green eyes. Don't ask me where, because I don't know. <laughs> they said it was my grandma. I didn't meet my grandma, so um, funny story, my green eye boy. Uh, let's just start 711 days ago since I received a knock on my door in the middle of the night. 711 days of a broken heart trying to put my family together, learning how to survive our new life. First, we start minute by minute. Then we learn how to live day by day. Then month by month, and I'm gonna tell you something, it hasn't been easy. We struggle a lot. All this time, I asked myself, what if I didn't sign those papers to let him go at the age of 17? Why I did not hug him longer the last day I saw him? The last time I spoke with him, was on the phone and August 23rd. I was fighting with him, fighting for him to help and save more innocent women and children. Why instead of pushing him to help save more black people, I did not tell him that I love him and I was so proud of him. Why did I didn't make sure he knows how much I love him? The truth is, I raised a loving, protector, and caring human being. The kind of person that will give his life for the ones he loves. And that, that is something that I am really proud of. My son loved this country as much as he loved his family. I expected the government to love my son as much as I do, to protect him, just like I protect him for the first 17 years of his life. Unfortunately, that didn't happen. They failed to protect not just my son, but 12 of his brothers and sisters that day. They failed to protect countless Afghans who died that day too. The commander-in-chief failed on the oath he took when he entered this country's executive system to protect our country from foreign and domestic enemies. He failed everybody. Everyone, everyone asked me, what can I do? What can I do for your family? Every single person that they end over, every single people that I don't even remember faces. They're like, what can we do for you? Here's my card, here's my number. Tell me what do you want me to do? I never have an answer for that. But today I can tell you, I want answers, I want the truth. 
I want to go to sleep knowing my son did not stay, no, died on vain. I want to know that this type of failure will not repeat itself again. 22 service members taking their own lives every day. How many more lives will be lost after this catastrophic evacuation? Last time I knew, there were seven service members from that day in Kabul that took their own lives. And who cares? Nobody cares. Nothing is public. Nobody knows. How many more need to struggle because they cannot talk? They got told whatever. Really quick. Normally we wouldn't interrupt in the middle of no, someone. No, absolutely but, like this. Not yes. like this, but she asked a very good question. Yes. The seven who killed themselves from Kabul since that happened. Yeah. I don't know who they are. Who are they? They're the, probably intelligence guys that know the truth. You think? They're, oh, absolutely. Yeah. You wouldn't know the truth. Dude, you don't go to commanders. You go to intelligence guys. Why? Because they see the raw uncut footage. Mm -hmm. They see all the plain imagery before it becomes. So you think they got suicided? No, either they got suicided or they committed suicide because they knew what they were telling people was bullshit. There's, you want to know why there's, there's, there's a reason why there's all 22 is a 22 is low. Actually it's 26 now. It's a, 26 it's, a, a it's a low count. You want to know why? Because a lot of these guys can't talk and they know if they do, they'll go to jail forever. Mm -hmm. They will fucking disappear. Period. Their families will fucking disappear. There's a reason why these guys don't talk and there's a reason why they just simply eat a bullet at the end of the day. Because could you, could you think about this folks? Okay. Just think about something. The lady uncovered a very important fact earlier. We talked about it. We talked about, about a, the way a left handed gunner in an elevated position would be facing and where the wounds were most significant on his body. Yeah. That makes more sense if the vehicle that they were looking for had already entered the complex where they were at. Mm -hmm. So it blew up behind them. All these other people, this, I'm sure this lady's kid was in one of the same nests that this guy was in. Or one of these other guys was in. I'm sure of it. And anybody else that was caught out on the ground, you'd be eviscerated. With the amount of explosives in this vehicle, nothing's left. What if it was done on purpose? It was done on purpose. What if it was like the, the send-off that the Taliban wanted mm -hmm. and Joe Biden gave into it? Is that a possibility? Do you, you know, there was always the Ken Kennedy assassination theory, which was always considered conspiracy. The shit, the whole reason that we have our name as conspiracy theorists is because of that conspiracy. What if this was nothing but the same? Do you think this country could, yep, I do. 
Could it pull it off? Absolutely. In Afghanistan. <laughs> we gloves off in Afghanistan, folks. Who were they targeting? Who saw something that they shouldn't have? Gotta make you wonder. Somebody in that crew. One of those soldiers, one of the 13. Saw something and was going to report something. Mm -hmm. Makes you wonder. I wonder, because mom said first one, she was talking about the Christians in action. Mm-hmm. Wonder. I wonder what her son saw. I wonder what he her son a, saw. He said it was a shit show. There was no. He told her, but he mm-hmm. didn't tell his dad. Mm-hmm. I wonder because guys talk to their dads and you guys all know what I'm talking about. You talk to your dad differently than you talk to your mom. You tell your mom a ton more shit than you ever tell your dad. And I, I, I experience this now. I experience this completely. Now my oldest son doesn't tell me shit. Tells his mom, everything. Mm-hmm. Tell me dick. I well, was, that's I, you're a dick. I was the same way though. I never told my dad shit. I always told my mom everything. Mm-hmm. Um, I I wonder what he told his mom. And I already told you what did I say as soon as she was done speaking. Let's uh, we're gonna reach out. We're gonna see if we can yeah, can get her, her on the show. Yep. I'd love to hear her perspective on what her son told her. Mm-hmm. Just to hear it, just so she can have it saved for posterity. And, uh, you know, anybody can come watch it. And um, any one of these parents that want really, to come on seriously. the show is more than welcome. We would love to have them. I'd love to hear your 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 child's story. That would be awesome. Mm-hmm. And uh, to hear it firsthand, told firsthand, absolutely. Um, that is, holy shit. But just to hear some of this, though, I... Makes these, you wonder. It really does because these intelligence guys that have been offing themselves, and there's been a lot of them, makes you wonder what we're not seeing because, you know, you can only see so much. I, I think as a human, you can only absorb so much bad shit before you finally call it quits. I mean, I, I, I don't think there's anybody that can see that much bad shit just because there were, I, I tell you what, I, I told her there were days, there were days, there were rough days for me. Mm-hmm. And I was like, there's a lot of bad shit I saw. And I was like, yeah, this is not one of those days. And I, I got to tell you, it makes me wonder, makes me wonder about these guys. Makes me wonder about these parents, what these parents know, because I guarantee these parents know more than what they're telling us. Guarantee Because you. you know what? People reach out and they do it in the middle of the night and they don't tell them their names. They leave a lot of anonymity there because they feel guilty as fuck and they can't sleep. They don't even, the parents don't even know what they know. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Like they've been told shit. They just don't realize. They don't understand. They don't put the piece. They can't put the pieces together. They, they don't understand it from the military perspective, the lingo, the operational perspective. And, and they don't. Yeah. I I just wonder because 
man, they know because she was talking about the CIA in the first, and I was like, man, normally you don't you don't talk about that over the mm -hmm. phone. She never knew about that until after I got home, like months and months way, after I got home. Way, 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 way after. Uh, it, that's oh, man, I bet these parents know a lot. Anyway, let her finish. I apologize. I just wanted All to right. bring that up. That's yeah. that's a real big sticking point for me when I hear shit like that. Yeah, mm. she knows what's going on. She knows a lot better what's going on than a lot of other people are telling everybody else. You see, whatever you think you saw didn't happen. They cannot even talk to us. And that is a shame. How many more parents have to go through this nightmare if we don't do anything with this administration? We need to get to the bottom of this and find out the root of this failure. We need to implement laws to protect our Marine soldiers and sailors. I am tired of hearing people tell me, what can I do? The time to act is now. Make sure history does not repeat itself. The last day I see my son, it was March of 2021, he was leaving. for his last deployment in the Jordan. And I remember, like it was yesterday, he standing outside the door and he hugged me and he said, Mom, if I don't come back, and I said, shut up, you're gonna come back. And then he said, no, Mom, if I don't come back, I want you to keep telling my story. And you know what? His story did not end on August 26, 2021. I will fight until my last breath to get to the truth. I promise this to my kid and I will do it. Thank you. My name is Alicia Lopez. And I'm the proud mother of the United States Marine Corps. Corporal Hunter Lopez. I would first like to start off by speaking of my son. Hunter has been described as a Marine's Marine. He knew he had to be prepared physically, mentally, and tactically. He invested countless hours working out, reading military history, listening to tactical podcasts. He invested hours upon hours at the range on his own time and bought himself the best gear to use. He would not settle 
for second best. He did all of this without leaving others behind or to fend for themselves. I would venture to say that in addition to service to the country, after having trained, lived, and known his close Marine friends for many years, Hunter also dedicated to protecting and looking out for the well-being of his fellow Marines. Second, I would like to thank everyone who has made this endeavor possible and given all our families a voice. This is an important process for us, for our family. And I believe there's more that needs to be disclosed not only to the families of the fallen, but to all the veterans who served in Afghanistan and to the American public. To say it's time to move on and there's nothing more to be said as to the planning and the execution of how our country wrapped a two decade war is an insult to all of us. Some may ask why we are just coming forward now. And although there is no singular answer, reasons include patience, patience for the system to work. The military asked, we allow them time to gather information, evidence, time to conduct interviews, and generally find answers to questions my family had. Another reason is faith, faith that the right thing would be done and answers to tough questions we had would be answered. Some answers were provided. However, as time went on, the answers provided were overshadowed by new information and testimony, only speaking more, only seeking sparking more questions, doubts, and concerns. The reality is that items of concern to my family and I perhaps to all of us can be answered by a true account of who made decisions, who did or did not What advice was provided and why or why not was it not followed? I have no illusion that anyone will be prosecuted or terminated for ignoring intelligence or making bad decisions, not even for lying to all our Gold Star families. This outcome is sad. But it is what we have to come to expect from a system that would prefer to hold secrets for decades and beyond until someone finally has the decency to unseal classified information that would bring solace to grieving families and answers to so many questions and concerns.
it is unfortunately, it is, I'm sorry, it's unfortunate. And really it's sad. Our system is quick to identify those at fault in faraway countries. But yet we are challenged to evaluate ourselves. We shy away from compromising careers of high ranking officials, book deals and future lucrative public speaking engagements. The reality is its fault was to be found in someone, if fault was to be found in someone who wore fatigues to work instead of a suit, they would be on trial long ago. If blame was cast on a young Marine who carried a rifle to defend his country and fellow Marines, that Marine's name would be on the evening news and media camped outside the front of his or her home. Mistakes were made without a doubt. My request is that those mistakes are owned up to, that my family and the other Gold Star families hear the truth, and that we are made aware of who is accountable. We do not want a partial truth or truth told in a book release or when information is declassified 20, 30, or 40 years from now. As Americans, we want this truth. As Gold Star families, we deserve the truth. We deserved it two years ago, and we definitely deserve it today. I ask that our children are honored, those injured, and those that made it home from HKIA. That they be honored by speaking the truth. Staff Sergeant Taylor Hooper, Sergeant Nicole G, Sergeant Johanny Pachardo, Staff Sergeant Ryan Naus, Corporal Degan Page, Corporal Humberto Sanchez, Corporal Hunter Lopez, Hospital Corpsman Maxin Soviak, Lance Corporal Corrine Nakui, Lance Corporal Dylan Morola, Lance Corporal Jared Schmidt, Lance Corporal David Espinoza, Last Corporal Riley McCollum. This brings to a close the statements for today of the families of the fallen. I said for today because their story cannot end today. In 1792, George Washington impaneled the first congressional investigation of a failed battle. 
it is not new for there to be military mistakes. It is not new. But it is, in fact, a tradition that investigations don't end until every question has been answered. And even though we spent a little over an hour here today with these families, we could have spent two or three or four hours and not heard all the questions they have. Others have told us of things like a, a bullet found inside their loved one when in fact we were told it was a bomb and they have evidence. Others have asked, I got my son's phone back, but the SIM card containing those pictures, those selfies had been removed. Can I have it back? There are many, many questions unasked or unspoken today that have been asked that we will get to the bottom of. So for the families who came so far and said what they said here today, thank you. For those in attendance as witnesses, on behalf of all of them, all of us have an obligation to retell their stories, to not let it fade until every question has been answered. That's not one member of Congress, that's every American's obligation. So again, you'll hear thank you for your sacrifice. It's not a sacrifice you asked for, it may well have been a sacrifice that we could have avoided. But thank you, and thank your loved ones, and thank every military person who knowingly signs up to go in harm's way, knowing that what happened to your, your children, your loved ones, could happen to them every day. This is not the end, but it is the end for today. We stand adjourned. Folks, um, um, look, not going to lie to you. Um, I signed up I knew there was a 50-50 shot. I knew I was rolling the dice. Um, I always said the same thing. If I die, and it sounds weird, find out why. This is really weird. This is beyond weird. Bullets and, and bodies that supposedly died from a bomb. Yeah, no. Mm -mm. That's not how that works. Those two are normally associated with each other when there's an on-the-ground attack. Yeah. Which means you lied about everything. 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 Yeah. Well. Yeah. I. I hey, Daryl Lisa, you get this, bud. Thunder. 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 Kicks. Get the fuck oh. out of here. Oh. Oh. <laughs>
Because, uh, hey, thank you for, I, I realize why it's in his district. Pendleton is in his district. <laughs> Didn't know that, did you? Camp Pendleton is in his district. That's why. I was like, holy shit. Hmm. Anyway, well, it doesn't matter. Yes and no. Uh, Daryl Issa has to add it to congressional record. He's got to go in and he's got to say, yeah, it's uh, hey, look, bro, it's yeah, this is what it is. And on the other side, somebody else has got to second it. I, I got a feeling that there's a lot of Republicans behind this, too. And I got a feeling you're all not going to be happy with what you find out at the other end of this. Uh, I'm just saying. Just saying, got a feeling we find out at the end of the day, we're going to find out what Republicans and who you're going to sit there and go, well, son of a fucking bitch. Mm -hmm. And then what? And then what? We've been positioned. We've been trained. I brought it up before. People being beheaded. They just got on their knees. Are we going to do that? No. Because that's where we're at. That's where this, this is where I think everybody in America is at. Just nobody wants to fucking talk about it. Nobody wants to admit it. And the reason they don't want to admit it is because they're a bunch of pussies. Honestly, I think we're already here. It's just like, Hey, look, let us go. Just let us do our thing. We'll fuck it up. Watch. I always thought those people that were beheaded were given paralytics. Well, we'll never know. I could, we'll never I, know. I babe. could not see how someone couldn't fight for their life in that situation. I would rather go out fighting, even on my knees. Holy shit! You than, would do. You would see me do some of the funkiest shit. You, I would bite somebody in the dick. <laughs> I would become the true dick punch. I would bite somebody's cock. Yeah. I'm sure. Anyway. Swear to God I would do that. First and only time. Yep. <sighs> I'd probably get killed right after that, but probably. whatever. Whatever. You it, going I, out I would I would I would have gone out a fucking fighting, not fucking yep. just laying around sitting, getting my head cut off. Waiting for Fuck that blow. That no. Nope. Nope. Holy shit, I'd be doing I would be fighting like a mm-hmm. Yeah, no. Can't do that. Sorry. Nope. I'm not going to get that here. Yeah. But anyway. Yep. All right. So. Oh, enough said. Yes. Uh, go on over and uh, whatever you do, White Rabbit, just remember. White Rabbit Podcast. Go you fuck are that. covered. Shut up. Fuck that cunt and uh, do whatever you're going to do. However you do it. You do you. See, this is the point I love about this. I can just say this and you all are going to go do your own thing. That's exactly how them army guys do it. Biting dicks on the way (laughs) You're damn right. I would. You're right. You're damn fucking right. You're damn right. If my hands were bound, you better believe I'd be looking for something to gnaw. Because I tell you what, I'd be fucking going out fighting. It was you, like it. it I'd it, be squirming okay. like a worm, and you would not be able to get your hands on me. And I would fucking eat this shit out of the first thing that came near my mouth. It reminds me of actually. There's 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 two things that that reminds me of. Um, Killian, 
and although I wasn't around for this part of Killian's life, Killian was our husky. Um, when he was a puppy, they locked him in the laundry room and he ate his way through the wall. Well, no, my ex did that. <laughs> she was a cunt. Too. And she was a cunt. Uh -huh. And uh, I never approved of that. I know. I got you. But regardless, he ate through the wall. Yeah. Well, like chewed through the ate, wall to he, get to me. Exactly. He he chewed through the wall like he ate the sheetrock to get out. Like that's 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 mixed spirit animal right there. Yeah. So um, but we went to my parents house for dinner last night. Mick didn't kill my dad um amazingly and uh we're we're sitting there the beginning of the night my dad goes uh he goes so i watched fox news today i was like really okay i want to be like they're fucking chills too but i'm i've already i'm pushing him to understand about the rest of the mainstream media so we'll take baby steps here right so he goes it's you know that some florida congressman or senator dropped articles of impeachment on joe biden there's a congressman yes and i was like yeah i mean he's not the first one but i'm yeah and he was like for 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 what hunter did and i was like well i mean understand joe biden set up 22 shell companies while he was vice president and funneled over 20 million dollars to various members of his family minus that and uh and my dad goes oh, oh okay but um I didn't see it on any of the other news channels. Like I, I was, I started looking. I don't understand mm. how come, how come like CBS and ABC and NBC and CNN, how come none, none of them covered it? Like it should be mainstream news. When Trump got indicted, it was all over the place. It still is all over the place. And I was like, uh-huh. Yeah, exactly. Dad. And he goes, it's really weird. I was like, oh yeah, dad. No, it's not. It's not weird at all. Nope. Not weird at all. Anyway. Hmm. anyway. Uh, someone get rid of this fucktard, please. That's sorry. Not appropriate in our chat. Okay. Um, Oh. Yeah. No. You're, you're very. You um, must. Bye bye. Be... Yeah. Bye bye. Forever. Okay. Bye bye. There you go. Anyway. Oh, yeah. Bye bye. All right. Uh. So. Anyway, maybe there's, you know, maybe, maybe there's a little hope. Maybe that huge disparity is finally starting to come to light. Maybe things like this are finally starting to get through to the normies. Cause my dad's a straight up normie. Like, you know, he claims that he votes Republican but he watches mainstream media. He's five jabs in like my dad's such an NPC normie. It's not even funny. So, I mean, I love him and he's great in a lot of ways, but he's a normie. He's my, he's my metric, you know? 
of, of what of re- retardation? I mean, because you, no, no, of, be, of how of stop. maybe how things are starting to change. Maybe no, maybe stop. we're finally starting to get through to them a little bit. No, babe, babe, stop, stop, maybe stop. They're listen, finally starting to see the hypocrisy Hun, for themselves. Can, can you guys? Can you guys listen to me on can this I have one? Have a little hope here. Can you guys listen to me on this one? All right, I'm not trying to be a, an annoying dick, but sense. look, listen to this. He was three jabs deep when you told him to stop taking the jab. He was one jab deep when I told him to stop taking the jab. Okay, so that's even worse. Yeah. That's way even worse. Me, he didn't even tell me about the third one. So so let's 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 evaluate what we're talking about. I know. Please, that's no, why no, no. he's my metric. Stop. If if you're gonna use that as a metric, that's like that's like looking at the like the way far gone. No, know? that's looking I, at a I'm, cinder block I'm and saying I'm gonna squeeze some water out of it. A little bit closer, you know. Maybe he's well, anyway. Maybe 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 he'll finally wake up before he dies. I I mean, what we're at three years now, so he's got two more. Maybe, uh, folks. I, I'm just saying. There's folks. We gotta we gotta. We got to prepare ourselves, right? There's a certain number, certain number that will make it past the precipices. I know. We have to deal with that. You may be a part of it. You may not be. If you are, good on you. If you're not, fuck. Welcome to the rest of us. We'll be on the little bus. I'll be waving. You can get on my bus and we can have a really good time because hell's going to be a lot of fun with me because I shoot people in the dick and there's not a lot of people I'm going to fuck with me. Baby, I gotta feel it. You're probably gonna have to fight an evil midget for the driver's seat. I'm just saying. I'll fight his ass. <laughs> oh, it'll be on. Oh my god. How would that not be heaven for me? I mean, that might be heaven for me. Maybe. <laughs> Cause I hate anyway, whatever. Yeah. Yeah. My what the fuck am I talking about? What do you who knows? Uh, we'll see. I guess it's coming. <clears throat> Enjoy. It's going to be fun. Something's coming one way or another. I'll tell you what, August 23rd is coming quick, fast, and in a hurry. Uh, March 1st is coming quick, fast, and in a hurry, too. March 1st? What's March 1st? Ask Siri. Oh, yeah, I heard about that. Ask Siri. Ask Siri, Ask Siri when World, World War III, III starts. starts. We'll see. Um, but, uh, when March 2024. August August 23rd, you know what that is? Yeah. What's that? That's the... Uh, the the start of the X thingy, Majiggy, in the no, sky. No, 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 that's in October. August 23rd is the day that the new bricks goes into effect. Oh, I thought that was the... Mm, August 22nd, actually, but it'll be August 23rd for us, given the time differential and and whatnot. August 23rd, I predict, is the day that the dollar, dollar is going to tank. Yeah, yeah that's going to be the collapse of the financial system because bricks goes into effect. And... Currently, 60% of the countries that trade for oil in the petrodollar, that would be the U.S. dollar, have committed to buying their oil from BRICS using currency, not the U.S. dollar. Ooh, that's going to be bad. Yeah. So get ready. I hope you're ready. For, no. By now. I, you, we, don't give any, we don't have any money anyways. I don't really give a fuck. Look, so whatever. By, by now, you got to be ready. Yep. Okay. We've told you about this. We've been explaining this shit to you. We've been telling you, get ready, get ready, get ready. Now we're calling a date. We're putting something on this. We're, we'll stand behind it. I mean, just for extent. that one. Yeah. Just because yeah. I, I mean, we know that August 22nd is the day that BRICS goes live and August 23rd is the day that it's going to start affecting our 
financial. Well, actually, the 24th would be more accurate. I mean, the first effects would be felt 23rd and the 24th. So, yeah, I mean, you know. we could see it on the 23rd as early as mm -hmm. the 23rd. So, you know. But it's something to start watching. If you don't believe us, fine. Let's see what the trading does because the train starts being affected. You start seeing shit getting sold April left, right, 1st, and center. 6th, 2024 is when the cross eclipse comes. It's actually April 6th, but because um, remember we were talking about that the other day. Yeah. Or I no, it's April 8th. I'm sorry. It's start, April 8th. I thought there was a start of a, an eclipse that starts. But then there's, the, it there's all one in, in October. In, there's a partial solar eclipse in October. Here, yeah, coming that, up. Yeah, uh, that's that what I crosses, was talking about. Crosses the X in Texas. Yes. So that's in October of this year, and then April is the um, the one that goes the, the, the full. Yes. That goes. Yeah. Crosses from the east to west. So. Yes. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Fun times. Fun times. There's a whole bunch of shit coming, y'all. That um, I hope you're ready for. Because I, I, I hope you've been listening. It's going to be a roller coaster that you probably don't want to be on. But, Nor do we. Uh, there's, there's, there's no getting off. Now we're fucking in it for the long haul. So yep. strap in, prepare, make sure you're ready. Make sure you got all your, your preps in place. Make mm -hmm. sure you got all your plans ready to go. Now is the time where you're doubling down on your plans, double checking, making sure that you're, Oh shits are really oh shits, mm -hmm. and people who said that they would be there for you are gonna be there for you. Mm -hmm. uh, these are the times that you're making those phone calls, making sure everybody's straight. Hey, I got this shit coming up. This happens. What are you doing? Because the first thing that's gonna fall, you know, is gonna be our financial system. And when mm -hmm. that happens, what happens to America? I, We're gonna implode from within very quickly. And what's gonna what's gonna be the first thing that's gonna take place think, after that? Think Venezuela. We're gonna be attacked. How is that attack gonna come? Is it gonna come via wireless? Possibly. Could be cyber. Is it attack, cyber? Could be is an it, EMP? Yes. Could be kinetic. Could be a combination of any of those. Could we see all three in one day? Yep. And are we going to have to fight on different levels that we never thought we were going to have to fight Very on? Very possibly. Very possibly. Don't forget the spiritual attack as well. So, folks, all I hope, get ready. Get ready. Get ready. Four Make levels. sure you're ready. Make sure you're ready. Make sure you've got all of your shit in place. Make sure you got your people in place. Make sure if your kids, even if they don't listen to you, fine. Tell them. Because you know what you got? You got the fact that you told them. Mm-hmm. Even if everything else goes to hell, you told them. You said, hey, look, dumbass, this shit's coming to real. It's going to be real. Hope you're ready. You told them. Go out. if Honestly, if you have a little bit of cash left, here's just some some quick advice. Can't go to, if you don't have, if you don't feel like you have enough money to go see Dr. Kirk Elliott at DefiantSilver.life to change your fiat dollars into silver before bricks goes into effect um go buy a couple cartons of cigarettes and as many of those little airplane bottles of alcohol as you can and go stick them in a closet because they're going to be excellent currency i'd say bullets but don't ever give up bullets so no um, you never give up. <laughs> no never but give up ammo cigarettes and alcohol let me tell you people a lot of people would take people's that addictions go a long way especially you got some ports man you're good mm -hmm. you're gonna be straight yep. telling you yep telling you go get them just have have a couple just in case just in case it's not gonna hurt you know yeah 
So either way. Yeah. We're going to get the fuck out of here. Mm -hmm. We've been on here now. What? Three and a half hours. Three hours. Three and a half hours. About that. Yeah. Something like that. Yep. Yep. Either yeah. Way. I got to go clean the chicken coop because and water everything because it uh, has not rained. No, it got hot today. It got yeah. really hot today. So everything's really droopy out there. So I have yeah. to water the birds and the plants and clean the chicken coop. It's kind of nasty. So gotcha. All yeah. right. So we're going to get the fuck out of here uh, for the rest of you fuckers. You all have a great night. Mm -hmm. uh, remember, gloves are off. Do what you got to do. Uh, we'll be following. Um, let us know if you need any help. And uh, don't remember, I don't give a fuck. If you, you don't want to be rude, fine. Don't be rude. Just post our show. This one, especially the, the first this one. Thirty minutes after the music ends and the intro ends, so really from like you know forty or fifteen to thirty minutes after the technical start of the show on Rumble, yeah, for like the thirty minutes after that. So because seriously, this has got to get out there. This motherfucker's got to get called out. Yeah, give a shit less. Yep, he's a punk. If you got to clip this and post this. I, I, I know Lindsay twist. Lindsay you're great at it this, at that you can clip this shit and you can fucking send it out there and put it far and wide mm. uh, yeah no we're not dealing with this shit we're not going to mm -hmm. play this game fuck you watch this this is how we deal with it and we'll fucking just steal your whole audience and we'll tell you you're a punk period he is a punk that leave it at that Brad from Brad Hunt. I mean Hunt I mean yeah Hunt Brad from the White Rabbit podcast. Mike Hunt. I mean, Brad Hunt. <laughs> Brad Hunt. You got it. <laughs> All right. But I mean, if you're not going to be rude, fine. Just post our fucking podcast. Mm -hmm. If you want to be rude, go for it. I don't give a shit. I will back you up. I don't care who you are. I swear to God, call this bitch out for who he is. This is bullshit. You don't do this to somebody who, like Justin. No, I don't give a mm -hmm. fuck who you are. You don't do that to Justin, period. It's it's spelled weird. It's W H seven T E R A three three I T. I think that's how he spelled it. On what? Uh, that's like how he has his podcast name. So like it looks like, but every like there's like ten white rabbit podcasts out there. We'll find so the links and weird. we'll post them. Yeah, all right. Put it in the Telegram. We'll put it in Telegram. Yeah, we'll put all of his links in Telegram, and you guys just go nuts from there. Mm -hmm. You take it and go. Yep. I fucking but on Instagram, Leo. It's I uh, white underscore rabbit underscore podcast. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You take it and go. Go in there, just absolutely mud stomp this cocksucker. I give a shit less what you do, and if it ends the show, fine. I'm done. I, I've I've argued my last argument for him. Fuck him. He's done. You never argued for him. I did. And then he said I was off my rocker. Well, apparently he was right because I fucking argued for him and I never should have. So fuck him. Touche. Done. Done. Either way. Okay. Fuck it. We're okay. going to get out of here. Mm -hmm. So uh, till then, we'll be back tomorrow night, uh, 545 for the pre-show, 6 p.m. tomorrow night for the regular show. You can also check out the lovely Leah. Mm -hmm. tomorrow morning 905 over on the pilled and rumble side please check her out you you're gonna love her show Liana her show's show awesome in the day and then you can follow us up that night either way we will see you back here tomorrow night for the mick and me lynn you guys have a great night and uh enjoy your sunday and uh when you all put a plane together let us know yeah fucking a
Let's do it, folks. We'll pack out. Let's go. Thanks for watching, y'all. Have a great day. Six feet deep in God.